Hey, hey. Yo, what up? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm what's all right. On? What's going oh, on with that... shit? Yeah, what's going on with your shit there, man? Look at us. Oh, what? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh. All right. I was like, yes. What kind of, was that a yoga pose or something? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I've done a lot of yoga, but I guess, I think they call it. Or is that just you showing off? I think they call it crow. I mean, I, it is showing off. This is like, I use this, <laughs> I use this for work. So like whenever, you know, I gotta have yeah, a I thought Yeah, I thought I've seen it before. I'm like, where have I seen that photo? Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, man? Uh, so I'm doing okay, man. Uh, just woke up, you know, not, not just woke up, about an hour and a half ago. Had some breakfast. What'd you have? Uh, what did I have? Uh, I get these uh, frozen uh, egg McMuffin type deals uh, from the grocery store. It's like the Kroger brand, you know. Okay. So it's not the name brand shit. You know, get that it's cheap shit. It's, it's the same. same. It's the same, and it's pretty good, you know. Yeah. So I had that a cup, you know, a cup of coffee. Uh, took uh, my vitamins, so be uh, fueled up. So after this, I'll hit the gym. Uh, yeah, that's about it. It's fucking hot already. Yeah, I know. I, I shouldn't my, complain. I mean, I'm I'm sure it's way hotter where you're at. It is way hotter. It's uh, my AC's been out all week too. Oh shit! So I got someone hopefully coming out today. He hasn't called me back. He's supposed to come today, but we'll see. What's the temperature out there? Like, what's it been? In uh, the nineties? Yeah. 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 Shit. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, like I said, I can't complain, man. Like, it gets about eighty degrees here. Shut up, man. That's that's beautiful. No, it is. It is. Don't get me wrong. And, you know, I don't. But we have I've gotten AC. Uh, but I honestly, I only ever have to use it maybe three times a year. Because I'm so I'm so close to that ocean. I get that ocean <laughs> breeze, son. You don't know my struggle, B. You don't know my struggle. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I spend decade plus living in the valley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, you're you're in the deep, deep, deep. Is that is that considered a valley where you're at? No, no. I mean, it's San Gabriel Valley, but San Gabriel um, Valley, but it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm on yeah, like it's the, the other valley, edge of LA. Got you, got you. Yeah. yeah, San Gabriel. That's not a real valley. That's just yeah. Nah. You know what? I mean, I grew up in San Fernando Valley. Um, Love San Fernando. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I, I grew up in Canoga Park. I that's where I went to high school, at junior high, everything out there. Um, and I always thought it was the best valley, too. And then once I moved to San Gabriel Valley, like, first it was Duarte and then Alhambra, all that stuff. This is a much better valley. Well, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> honestly, I, I, I don't doubt you at all. The like reason I'm, I say San Fernando's the best is because it's not the, that far from L.A. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, like, out here, uh, I mean, not that Duarte isn't very, I mean, um, San Dimas, where I'm at now, is not very cool. But, like, um, got the water park, though. It does have a water park. You is that still there? Was it raging yeah, water? Yeah. Raging water. Is it yeah. still there? Yeah. Goes swim in other people's pee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, never uh, doing that again. No, man. I, I, I want to take my son just for fun, but like, I don't want to. No, it's so gross. It's so fucking gross. I got sick there when I was no a kid. Shit. Yeah, had to go to the hospital. I got some kind of fucking, uh, you know, again, like you said, you, hey, you weren't even bullshit. We're talking about swimming no. piss. Like something probably got in my mouth from the water. Who knows what was happening? Yeah. And got home, and it just had uh, like this, 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 like a 
intestinal oh virus or whatever. It was fucking throwing up everything. Oh, my God. Been two days in the hospital, man. Oh, my God. That's a nightmare, man. Yeah it's, yeah, it's no good. Like, you know, water slides are so fun, but, like, there's no way to do it without just thousands and thousands of other people's just gross body stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, water slides are fucking are dope as hell when you, yeah. you got to share them with anybody. Yeah, yeah man. If, when I, if I can ever get to the point where I can, like, rent it out for, like, an hour or something, then I'll do it. Yeah, if you do that, let me know. For sure, for sure. You, me, and Grayson can go hit it up. <laughs> um, speaking of those, uh, but no, food is good out here. Like, not in San Dimas, there's nothing. But, like, all the like, there's so many Chinese neighborhoods out here, and... Um, there's just a lot of good fucking food out this way. So that's why it's cool. Food. There's good food in San, San Fernando. Just Mexican food. There's there's a good sushi restaurant. Uh, okay, and, okay. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a couple good sushi places. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple good sushi places out there. I mean, there's but, yeah. Mexican food everywhere uh, living in L.A. That's true. That's you know, true. We're, we're lucky in that regard. Hell yeah. Um, but speaking of Egg McMuffins, have you ever had Starbucks cheddar and sausage sandwich? Sausage. I mean, it's, egg, uh, it's their egg McMuffin. No, or maybe I have. That shit is so good, B. I, I I used to go to Starbucks back when I was in my Starbucks going phase. Yeah, where they would sell these uh, like egg. Uh, what what the fuck were they? Like they those, were like those little, just like egg, uh, um, like so, like uh, like a little cup thing. Yeah, 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 where it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just egg one, with like stuff in it. With stuff in it. It's like a little mini, mini right, right, right. omelet or something like that. Right, right. I usually get those, yeah, those you know, good. because, yeah, those are, those are pretty good. Um, I mean, the food at Starbucks is actually not bad at all. Yeah, it's really good. And uh, but I'm saying that that egg, egg sandwich is mad good. Is, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, it's fucking good. I, mean, I haven't been to a Starbucks in fucking forever. I know. Um, but, yeah, maybe the next time I hit it up, I've, dude. You like uh, it. Yeah. You like it. You know what I've been getting recently, and it's fucking weird. Uh, so I, I told you about my routine months ago, how I would go to the gym and I'd hit up Jamba Juice, uh, Jamba Juice, and I did that for weeks. And, to, and just like the the last time, I, I kind of ended my Jamba Juice phase. Like one day, I was just like, Nah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I yeah. haven't had a Jamba Juice in like two months. Uh, now my new thing, I switched out the Jamba Juice. I finish all my workout, and I go to Seven <laughs> Eleven, and I get a big gulp. Really? Yeah. How do you, man? Genetically, you're just a gifted person, man. I don't know how you can have. No, so, no. Well, uh, I mean, I, it's I get the diet Coke, and I, and, and and there's there's a button right. The diet's so worse you, for you, man. Ah, it's like plastic it's in that shit. Well, there's well, the, the cups made out of plastic. Uh, so, so you go to the fountain machine. This fountain machine is incredible, dog. I know. Like they've got all these different drinks, right? And flavor options. So you can press cherry to get a little cherry boost, and then diet coke. So I get a cherry diet coke, and then I take it over to the other uh, thing, and I put a splash of uh, lemonade. Sure. But then made lemonade in there. Oh mix that son of a bitch up. Sixty-four well, ounces of just sugar. No, it's, it's not the sixty-four ounce. It's, 30, uh, Thirty-two ounce. It's, the large one. 32 ounce or something. I don't, I don't even think it's 32. It's got to be. It's got to be. This is America. I don't know. But I know this. That shit, 79 cents when I punch <laughs> in. 
But I put it in my Seven Eleven card. That's like some legit, whatever. like Parks and Rec, Pawnee, Indiana. You know that what's that? The restaurant they had, the fast food chain they had in that show. Um, oh, the breakfast spot. No, 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 no. The the fast food one. Uh, oh, they had like burgers and. Well, there was one episode where. Anybody listening is probably screaming it like you fucking idiots. It's whatever. Um, but they had this one episode where they were selling like a hundred twenty ounce thing. I do remember that. Yeah, so, yeah. Like no, the, the large is sixty four ounces. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's seven. It's seventy nine cents. And Ten cents more, you can get double it or whatever. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that. But I, I get the diet, and I just you know, and I know you know, Di- diet is legitimately worse for you. Like I'm not like for the sugar is whatever like it's you but like the the fake sugar is worse for you than real sugar. Yeah, well, so you're better you off know. just getting the <laughs> the, the reg, if you're gonna do it, you're better off just getting the regular Coke. Now see, I see, I can't do the regular. <laughs> yeah, that's. But I don't I know can't. how you do that, B. Like, if I <clears throat> if I lick a sugar cube, I gain five pounds. Like my ass will jiggle for a week if I do that. Oh, I, I, I seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just have, I'm just one of those people. It fucking sucks. Like my my boy Jordan, shout out to Jordan. He can eat like pop tarts all day. Like he might lose some definition, but he'll never get fat ever. And uh, yeah, see, just, I just the way it goes. I definitely notice myself getting heavier when, like, the, I think the one thing that keeps me at my 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 svelte uh, weight. Is the cardio I do? No, because I do it. Because I do it every day. False, false. I'm pretty sure. False. Yeah. No weightlifting. How, you, how, weight, you, how are you gonna tell because, me? Because car- <laughs> what because, do you think you are? Uh, uh, a personal uh, trainer? A professional. Or <laughs> a professional. <laughs> because cardio uh, isn't doesn't really have a lot to do with weight loss. I I, I see. I beg. To do, I I disagree. It has something. I, I mean, you're burning some calories for sure. Of course. Because on the I'm on the treadmill, I do the fat burn program exercise, and it's, it says fat burn in the title. How can you be so susceptible to marketing? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you you lift weights a lot. That's that's what's burning the bulk of your calorie for sure. Because you're putting on muscle that burns calories. Lifting weights is a, a aerobic activity anyway. Your heart's pumping crazy. I mean, the cardio is cardio is for like your heart and lung health, but like right. you, you just one you you lift weights every day, so that's but like and then just genetically you're just better. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, if you say so. Yeah, because you don't uh, you don't put on fat like that. It's good. I mean, it's awesome. I'm jealous. <clears throat> I mean, I like I said, I I, I do, uh, but I. I Again, like Jordan so, will do that too. Jordan will be like, I'm so fat. And he'll like try to grab like just, it's just skin. He's just grabbing. Like, You're just grabbing skin, motherfucker. What are you talking about? I have, I have lost some weight recently. Uh, Cause like when the, when the gyms reopened, I think I told you, I was, I, I weighed myself and I was one, was like, I was like 195, 196. Uh-huh. Since the gyms have been back and I've been, you know, again in there every day, I'm now at 188 and I've been 188 consistently now for like two weeks okay which is which is kind of crazy for me because i usually go up and down i'm anywhere from like 185 to 190 other sure so i'm like yeah all right 188 and i feel pretty good you know that's that's all that matters man that's great yeah so yeah i just wanted to share my uh my big gulp story with you i can't believe you drink big gulps that's crazy dude they're so fucking great they really are when's the last time you had a big gulp 
uh, probably like high school, maybe, maybe junior high. You need to treat yourself to no, a big dog, my no, friend. Just go in there, check out Dude, all I the wonderful I had, options. I haven't all had the options. soda. I mean, I guess I had like a one of those Fanta oranges like a few years back. They got they got the Fanta in there, dog. That's too. the best soda of all time, man. I don't give it a is. fuck what anybody says. Fanta is, is the best. I love Fanta. It's the best. Uh, strawberries um, like my jam. Um, well, actually, yeah. actually, the 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 Haritos is the best. The Mandarin or the Tamarindo. the Mexican uh, yeah, sodas. That, yeah, that's the best. That's the they've best. got they've got now. See, I love that shit. They've yeah. got it in the uh, the fountain machine in my Seven Eleven. No, they have that but in it, the fountain machine. Yeah, but Yo. as much as I love that, because that I mean that's that hardcore sugar that's shit. That's the best. Like it's just I real sugar. It, they just put in sugar. But I, I can't, I can't, I gotta get that fake sugar, man. I gotta get that fake sugar. No, my, no way, man. If, yeah. if they had, yeah, if they were, yeah, no, I can't do it, dude. I can't do it. Like, I, I'm not, I, I don't drink sodas though, except for that big gulp. But that's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, like that's the I, only, that's like, you know, that's not, it's like, like when I hear, oh, you know, I don't, you know, you drink sodas, it's like, okay, you go to the store and you're buying like, uh, a, a, you know, a jug or like, uh, 12, you know, 12 pack of cans or whatever. I don't do that. I just go get a big gulp every day. You have it all in one sitting. Or maybe maybe half. (laughs) Half Anybody else, I mean, anybody else listening, don't listen to Brian right now. He can do it and that's great for him. But anybody else listening, don't do that shit. It's, it's a crazy amount of sugar to put in your body and sugar is really bad for you. Brian is, is just a genetically superior person. So don't, don't, don't listen to Brian. <laughs> he can get away with it and fucking good for him. <laughs> but most people can't. So I mean, if you're not it, one it, of them, don't. You, anybody listening, you can get away with the two. You just got to make sure that you go to the gym the next day. That is not or before, true. And that you'll be not, fine. And you'll be fine. not true. <laughs> That sure. is not true. Don't do that shit. Don't do that seems, shit. Seems to make sense to me. <laughs> you're just you're just uh, one of the chosen people. That's all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> chosen to be broke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those sodas are expensive, man. Seventy nine cents. It adds up. It's actually a dollar fifty nine. But like I said, I, I put my phone number in because I'm I've got big the, uh, baller B. Yeah, man. Just hey, the next time I see you, spending big goals on me. <laughs> Big golf, big golf's on me. Hey, let me get that dollar sixty, homie. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh fuck. Uh, uh, what you got going on this weekend? This weekend, you, um, you got Grayson? I do not. Uh, I dropped him off at school this morning. Um, I'm gonna work on music. I uh, started recording the other day. I, I was. I wanted to release something in October. That's still kind of the plan, but I haven't even started. So it's a, it's a uh, lofty, you got time. It's a lofty goal, but I'll see what I can do. Um, I want to put out like an EP this year. Um, that's it, really. I homegirl's coming over later today. I think. Hopefully, the fucking air conditioning man's coming today too. Yeah, yeah. That uh, especially if you got a girl coming. Yeah. Although if it's hot in there, it's a great reason for you to, you know, remove some clothes and shit. We don't need a reason. It's too hot. Because right? <laughs> I mean, upstairs, like, you know, it's three floors. The top floor, like where the bedrooms are, it was like, it gets 90 degrees. You got a three, your place is three. Uh... I guess technically it's four because the garage is under. 
So there's oh the, shit yeah, and then you like the, big baller. Nah, the living collars in San Gabriel. <laughs> I'm, Valley, not, the, I'm not the one spending a dollar fifty nine on big gulps every day. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, then the first floor is like the living room, and then the second floor there's a bathroom, like a little laundry room. There's an area that would be a dining area, but I use it like I made it like a playroom for Grayson, and then the kitchen. And there's a little balcony off there where I have like a barbecue grill. Damn. Yeah, and then the top floor there's two bedrooms in my office holy shit dog it's nice man it's a nice spot yeah you should yeah. you should fucking rent some of that shit out like get some uh airbnb action where would i go you stay there what ew just random people coming in here fuck that i mean you can vet them i mean obviously but yeah nah. i had a, but, I had a buddy well, there's only the two bedrooms. it's just my room and grayson's room where are they gonna stay oh that's true yeah 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 okay yeah. never mind i can't have people around me I know. I, honestly, I couldn't do that either. But I did have somebody that I knew who uh, who would do that. Yeah. He had a pretty big house uh, near Culver City, and uh, he would rent out, you know, a couple of his bedrooms while he's still there, and just have these wow. random people coming in and out. I'm like, some Dude, people are Jesse. cool like that. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he made some good money. Like it helped with his mortgage and sure. shit like that. But yeah, I don't. I mean, shit, man. I don't even like having people I know in my in my fucking house. I agree. Let alone strangers. I agree. It's I'm weird. like Martin. It's like I like you for a little for, for a little bit. Then I'm like, all right, y'all got to go. Yeah, y'all, it's time to get out of. You know, I mean, I, that's that's how it's supposed to be. Like when friends come over, it's like, yeah, we kick it for a few hours, and then it's like, all right, bye. Get the like, stepping. Yeah, like I want get this the is, stepping. This is my personal space. Yeah, yeah. It's like I enjoyed your company, but now y'all got to go. Get the yeah, fuck out. like that was nice, yeah. and then now it's over. <laughs> we'll, so we'll do it again in five, five months yeah, yeah i agree man um i've never had a roommate for that reason just because i can't live with it. just to um uh, like you like your space particular. yeah i mean yes i definitely like i'm 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 like a really heavy introvert but also like i'm uh i I'm, I'm a control freak i i can't i can't handle it yeah i uh I got a little bit of that control freakness in me too, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why. I like, I think like the main reason I started my own business was just I just, I don't want to work with people. <laughs> I just yeah. want to be by myself all the time. I don't want to anybody saying I need to do something. Um, and even like I make music by myself. Like even like I I like being in bands, but like I just want to do it everything the way, the way i want to do it and i don't you know nobody can tell me shit no nah, man i do i mean for as far as the, the the work the job stuff goes that's that's awesome yeah i mean yeah it'd be nice to just be your own boss a lot of more i mean obviously you know it's yeah, yeah. it's yeah. harder there's some downsides know? for sure yeah but you know it's all on you at that point yeah you know? yeah and that's so, i mean ultimately like as far like I, I mean i fucking love what i do but um, ultimately getting to the place where I can make passive income. Like, so when I'm not working, I can keep making money. That's ultimately what I'm working toward. Cause like, as it is now, if you, I mean, for, it's true for anybody who has their own business, like you, you don't have freedom. You're a slave to your customers or your clients or whatever. Like you constantly need to get them in. So you have some fucking money cause nobody else is going to help you. So it's like, you don't really have a lot of freedom. You have like less freedom where when you have a nine to five, you can just leave. Like you're done. I'm done for the yeah. day. I'm going to go home. Exactly. And that's, yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah go I was going to say uh, Snake Eyes came out today. Did, Did you, it? were you even aware? I, I, I knew there was a Snake Eyes movie, 
Right. I, I just had saw, no idea that it was I had out no clue. today. I just saw it like two days ago. That I was like, oh, they're gonna make a Snake Eyes movie. That's what I saw like a poster oh. or something. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. I don't know. I, mean, why I, they... I remember seeing the trailer like months and months ago. The trailer didn't really wow me at all. Yeah. Uh, that last was one like, was okay. What retaliation? Is that the last one? With the, the one with the rock. That yeah. was the last GI Joe movie. Yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like any little GI Joe movie. That was the only one I saw. I was like, "Eh, it's fine. It's like a dumb action movie." I have a, a friend who was in it. One of my mentors, she was in it. Oh, for real? Yeah, she's the that like crazy witch martial arts master in the mountain. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Is that that movie? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't, yeah, who knows? We're supposed I mean, to it, know it, this it, shit. This is like our whole sounds... podcast is knowing <laughs> geek culture. We're like, uh. Well, I know what G.I. Joe is. I don't know. The, That's no. true. I, I know what G.I. Joe is. And honestly, like, those movies don't even count as, as true G.I. Joe. You no. really get some geek culture shit. The real G.I. Joe is that fucking cartoon. That's a cartoon. That Marvel comic that ran for fucking long, way longer than it should have. Yeah. Wasn't your, your boy was writing that for a little while, too, wasn't he? Uh, Yeah. My, yeah. My boy, uh, Aubrey. Aubrey, whose yeah. Whose birthday. He's having a party tomorrow. It's his birthday on the 24th. Happy birthday. Yeah. He's... Uh, yeah, shit. I'm glad you brought him up. I mean, he's he's having to get together this bar near where he lives. So Happy I guess birthday, Aubrey. Um, yeah, but yeah, he but, but he yeah he wrote GI Joe for Dark Horse Comics. Uh, they did like a relaunch a couple of years back. But okay. Then he got in some trouble. Um, well, he I mean he he had tweeted out something on 9/11 and. I was like anti GI Joe type stuff. I didn't take it that way. Mm. Most, you know, a sane person wouldn't take it that way because he was living in, in New York at the time or something. So he just, you know, had this statement. But then there was these other these fans who were who really didn't like Aubrey on the book because oh, okay. of a lot of the creative choices he made. You know, um, you know, I I I think he had you know changed some people, some characters, uh, mm. ethnicities around, mm. and maybe made. A person gay or something like that. So oh, n- not everybody was a straight white man, and, pe- and yeah, fucking right wing yeah. nerds were like, "Fuck no!" They were up in arms, and it actually caused like a really big sure. kind of controversy. And Dark Horse ended up pulling him from it and then canceling it outright. And all that it sucks. Like, I, I mean, as a company, like I get it. <clears throat> like, you want to stand on your ground and be like, "No, we want," but it's like you also you got fucking bills to pay and and you got employees to feed and it's like it's a fuck it's a shitty it just sucks that fandom is so gross <coughs> excuse me and toxic and they can just yeah it's, it sucks it, it does i mean it honestly it's uh, i mean it's a not the same thing but it's similar it's like what happened with uh, james gunn yeah and those comments that he no, had, it's the same yeah had tweeted about fucking years and years ago <laughs> comments that he had already on his own apologize yeah. for and then you know that right-wing asshole comes out and pressures disney to to drop him so they do uh and then and then eventually he get the suicide squad which i, I hear and then is marvel excellent. and then marvel wants him back too and then marvel gets takes him back <laughs> yeah so it's like you but know sometimes I mean, a good guy wins but all these companies like anytime they drop somebody it's oh they just like okay we'll wait a year and then we'll bring you back I know. it's like they get it they all know well, let the heat die down. Let the chatter subside. Which is yeah. fair. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, it's it's a game. It's a bullshit game. It just yeah. sucks. It, it, it does it, suck that, like, it sucks that people get fucked over for saying things years ago. 
And then they can't be like, yeah, I was stupid. I said a stupid thing and I don't agree with it. And I apologize. And I know let's move forward because let's move forward. Yeah, that's that's how people work. Like you said something that pissed me off. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Thank you. Let's I accept your <laughs> apology. Let's continue on. <laughs> it's, it really is just that easy, yeah. you know, um, and I yeah. think and I think more people than not would just would be like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah. You apologize. Yeah. You know, sounds sincere. You but know, it's, but it's like these small, uh, it's because, you know, all these people on, on Twitter and like social media, I mean, it's, it make it's a small group of people. Yeah, it's a few but they thousand make it seem, people. Yeah. Yeah. But they make, you know, uh, they make it seem as if it's, you know, the majority speaking on behalf of everybody else. It's like, no, it's a, it's a, it's a small handful of people who yeah. are upset, who have nothing better to do than to post shit on social media that's, all the, that's day. the main thing it's not even that they're upset it's they're addicted <clears throat> to outrage they're addicted to the power of quote canceling somebody that's that's mainly what it is like yeah i remember yeah, um you know who uh padma lakshmi is of course uh she's on that cooking show right, right, uh, right, right, right. The, yeah all those cooking shows um so i always really liked her i thought she was super cool and i was like yeah she's dope and i was following her on twitter and then i remember after all the louis ck stuff happened like when the me too movement kind of really took off and there were some people who got like al franken who got swept up in it that it's fucked up yeah. but like with louis ck it's like um <clears throat> people were using him as like part of the big three where it was like harvey weinstein bill cosby and fucking louis ck and it's not the same shit at all so they, they, they lumped Louis C.K. in with, with those yeah, two fuckers? Yeah, so it's like Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby were raping women. Rape, like, yeah. Legitimately just raping them. Uh, Louis C.K. was like... In the case of Cosby, he was drugging them too. And drugging them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, uh, and then Louis C.K. was, you know, he jacked off in front of <laughs> some women, which is like, yeah, it's just this terrible thing to do. Don't do that. Um, he, But, you know, I'm not going to make excuses for him. I would never do that. Anytime I've jacked off in front of a girl, she asked me to do it. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and some of the women were into it. Some of them weren't fine. It's a stupid thing. It's a weird kink. And he got exposed and it ruined his life for a few years. Okay. But when he was trying to come back, it was like a year and a half or two years later. Again, like he'd lost 100% of his shows. All, everything was done. He was, he was starting to do shows again. I remember this. And she was posting on her <clears throat> social media, like, we can't let him do shows. It's so fucked up. Meanwhile, there were, like, legitimate, like, child traffickers, real rapists, like, actual, like, horrible criminals running rampant. She, she doesn't have anything to say about that. But she just kept going after him specifically. And it, I couldn't understand why. Like, I was just like, well, because it's an easy target, right? Like, he's not a, a violent predator and he's it's kind of like an easy it's low-hanging fruit low-hanging fruit yeah and then she posted something like he was just doing shows like that he was just trying to get back to work i, I remember when he was doing that when I, I didn't know that she was on you know uh, the side of you know trying to force his clubs to not book him but i yeah. do remember he was out there just doing shows like not just, even shows that were heavily promoted like no. he was just going he wasn't promoting these, at all these local shows and then people would you know were up i, I read some posts too people complain like well how could you book him da, da, da. i'm like <laughs> what's what's and, and so so she was posting all these things and people were commenting yeah fuck him fuck this and that and so i i i comment i i asked her and this other person who were talking about it i asked like look i'm not saying you're right or wrong i'm not trying to start a fight i'm just i'm genuinely curious what would it take for you to 
accept someone back. In other, and I said, like, it, for you, what is a road to redemption here? Because like the, w- your mentality is basically saying if someone goes to prison, they should never be let out. The, they're never going to be good or worthwhile. They made some mistakes and then they should That's be it. fucked forever. Yeah. yeah, so they, it, yeah. And, I, and, they, and then this one, I don't remember her name. She was like, well, he would need to like donate money and then go to and then I would just until I felt it was OK. <laughs> and I'm like, well, well, that doesn't mean anything like, you're, yeah, this is just you want to be upset about this. You have a personal attachment to this type of idea and that's fine. Um, but like, we can't live like this. You can't, when somebody makes a mistake, you can't just like, well, fuck them. It, it's not like he was sawing heads off of children. Like in that case, yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> fuck exactly. Him. There's no coming back from that. Um, yeah, you can't conflate everything into one. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, and when you were talking about, you know, you know, lumping him in with Cosby and it's just false equivalency. Weinstein. That's everything it is. is false equivalency. It's like, you know, completely different things. Like These you are, said, I mean, they're both bad. Like, One is clearly right. worse than the other. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Bad yeah. behavior all around, but demonstrably the shit that those two fuckheads raping and pilling women is not the same thing <laughs> as like you said. Yeah. Yes. I mean, dude jerk whacking off in front of anybody. It's not OK. It's not, it's okay. not OK. Nobody's saying it's OK. It's fucking not OK. It's not. It's a weird thing. Yeah. It's a weird thing. But it's definitely not to the level of yeah. the other. It's not the same shit. You can't put everything in the same bucket. Yeah. There's nuance yeah. in shit. And that's just one thing nowadays. It's like, you know, just nuance is just completely lost on people. Yeah. It's everything is so binary. Yeah. You know, I, you know, with a lot of people. And it's just sad. It is. You know, it's like just think. You know, it's like people just don't think anymore. And and, and, know, and, um, and yeah. And and it's like, fuck, where is the recovery here? Like before Oprah became Oprah, she was like in and out of jail and did a bunch of bad shit too. Malcolm X, like great heroes of our time, previously led a less than stellar life. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oprah was in and out of jail? Wasn't she? I, I read that. Let me see. Oprah Winfrey? Yeah. Harpo? Who? Harpo Productions. Oh. Uh, I think I think that's her name spelled backwards. That's the name of her. Uh, oh, you're right. That's funny. Um, uh, let me see. Jail. I was like, Oprah. Uh, I don't know if she was gangster like that. I mean, maybe, I maybe not. I, um, fuck, there was something. Uh, I knew my man Malcolm X. You know, he was running in streets before he. Uh, yeah. So if, uh, yeah. So maybe I, maybe I miss. Oh wait, when she was like a prostitute, right? Oprah Winfrey. What? Yeah. Dude, I hope this is true. This I this is this is blowing my mind right now. Uh, Oprah Winfrey was a former, she was 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 a prostitute, right? Wasn't that isn't that the thing? Um, oh man, I this is great. Was Oprah Winfrey a prostitute? I think she was. Oh shit! Look at this. Okay, right? so I so it was on today. She's speaking with Matt Lauer. Oh, speaking of another guy that got his ass canceled. Yeah. Uh, Monday, Kelly said that in researching her book, it's an autobiography about autobiography about Oprah. She was given the opportunity to read Winfrey's own 1993 autobiography, a book Oprah ultimately decided not to release, and that in it she referred to herself as a quote prostitute during her troubled wild adolescence. Okay. So look. 
there you go. Like a lot of people would look at a young girl prostituting herself. And, and believe me, I have zero problem with sex workers and it's fucking work and good. It, it, I wish it was regulated and supported and it was just, it's just a fucking job. That's how I feel about it. But most people, my mind, my mind is blown right now. Yeah. So most people would look at that and be like, oh, fucking, you can't have her like influencing people or telling people. But like, yeah, she giving went, people cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she went through shit as a kid. She learned a lot and then it changed her life and allowed her to be in a position to try to help people. Obviously, she's like a little, uh, you know, not great toward black men, but that's a different topic. So it's like, OK, so there you go. There, there was a road to redemption. Like we said, Malcolm X. There's a million other people like that um, who it's like who were once. I mean, I mean, I think that's just people in general. I mean, yeah. you can talk about celebrity. I mean, myself, I've done some bad shit. Me too. I was <laughs> a fucking I mean? drug addict. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. It's yeah. like I'm not the same person at 42 as I was at 32 or yeah. 22. You know, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> people change. They get better. They learn from the mistakes that they that they do. And arguably and- it. the <laughs> The worst. And you apologize and you keep it, you move it forward. Yeah. Someone the, did it and someone can accept that apology or not. Or not. But, and, and that's fine. And but. like the, 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 not the worst, that it's a weird judgment to say like a mistake is worse or whatever, but like, like the kind of the more intense, the, the trouble was oftentimes the more growth and enlightenment you feel later. Cause you yeah. went through some real shit. It's like, People coming back from war, they're, as long as they're, you know, not to- completely fucked up, their perspective on the world is totally unique and much more deep than someone who just lives in a suburb their whole life because they've been through some shit. Um, and it's saying some things. Yeah, I feel that the same way about me. Like anybody, anybody who's experienced like real trauma and has worked through it can is, is more valuable to society. But like I would agree. I would yeah. agree. But like uh, people are just like they, they just hate that within themselves, but they don't want to look at it. So if they see somebody else with that, oh, I'm just going to attack them. It makes me feel it, it fucking sucks, man. It's just so stupid. <laughs> it's, it's an addiction. It is. These people who it, just like anything else, you know, they're on social media. And they just want, like you said, they just need someone or something to lash out at. Yeah. And it's almost like that's what they, that's their entertainment almost. And it's, it's power. Like they have, they, they have, they, they have power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst thing about social media is it, it gave everybody a voice, and everybody does not deserve a voice. Ah, oh, brother, you're <laughs> Some telling people's me, voices man. Are, are shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yes, you have a right to voice your opinion. And like you said before, social media, people could do it, and they did it all the time, but they didn't have the platform to share their dumb shit to the world. Yeah, they should have to go stand on a street corner and just yell. Yeah. Or just, you know, corner somebody at the local bar or whatever and yeah. do whatever. But now it's like everybody can just, boom, it's all out there. And it's, it's, like, the, it's the best example of equal and opposite energies, right? Like, because on on the one side, you have social media has given rise and power to people exposing injustice, people change, literally changing the world for the better, people you know, sharing art that never would have been able to do it because of yeah. social status, class, whatever. Access. Access. You know? They had no access. And now people have access. So you, we can share everything we have. And it, and a lot of it is so beautiful. And then that is true for the shitty people too. 
<laughs> it is. You can't have one without the other. Yeah, they just they have to exist. There is no light without dark. Right? It's just it's just like it a is, perfect example. It's the yin and the yang yeah. of this glorious thing that we have that is like you said has provided a lot of uh, positives has you know uh brought us all closer together globally but like you said, at the same time it's tearing us apart you, you you left the back door open <laughs> yeah and and all the dipshits come rushing in as well yeah so for me like like on twitter like i'm the only social media that i'm on is twitter and i'm able to circumvent the bullshit because mm. you know like i follow you i follow i follow people that I know are just going to be putting out, you know, positive stuff. Right. And when I say not just, but not, I mean, when I say positive stuff, but like just things that are either, you know, tr- true or I don't, I don't follow the bullshit people. Yeah. 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 You know, so my timeline's not flooded with a whole bunch of just, uh, just dumb shit. You know, yeah. I follow artists, I follow wrestlers, I follow my friends and, and I keep it, you know, my, uh, social media intake is, uh, it's pretty good because right. I, you know, it's it's just shit that I like and I enjoy, you know. And anytime I tweet, I I never, I mean, not anymore. I used to tweet out some negative shit, and I was again in my younger days. <clears throat> but now, if I tweet something or retweet something, it's only either something that I enjoy or looking forward to, or I just put out a comment of just like some some sort of positive thing. Yeah. Hey, I dug this. Maybe you will too, or whatever. Like congrats or whatever right. shit. You know, I. And if I if I got something negative to say, I just keep that shit to myself. I um, definitely say a lot of negative shit on Twitter. Oh <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't describe it as negative. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. you just voicing your your thoughts and yeah. your opinion. Yeah, and yeah. your opinion is much more. Uh, you have better opinions than most people out there. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 I mean, yes. I'm never negative for the sake of being negative, but like, uh, yeah. I, I'm. I'm. That's like a. Twitter I use as like a way to put out like, I mean a lot of <laughs> anti-religious stuff and then um, anti-fascism uh, and like yeah. you know in the mix with like just random thoughts I have like what I might goofy dumb thoughts in my head plus all that shit um, but yeah man I it's a weird it's weird you know it's funny I was talking to a friend last night and she was like we said something. Oh, I had posted this thing, like a dating term cheat sheet, like, uh-huh. and um, it was funny, and it was stuff like. Well, well, I'll be the judge. Okay, okay, okay. Here it is. <laughs> okay, so it's like I'll take a word that you see a lot on dating profiles from people, and then I wrote what it really means. Okay. So bratty. Well, I, th- I think I've seen this. Yeah. This so tweet. bratty yeah. means manipulative and immature. I did see this one, yeah. <laughs> free free spirit is flaky. Alpha is privileged as a privileged narcissist. Wanderlust means drinking in other cities and posting pictures of yoga poses on a mountain. A lot to handle is selfish and toxic. Boss or boss bitch is brand obsessed and insecure. A foodie is posting pictures of food on IG. Marvel and DC lover is I've seen the movies, but I don't know what a comic book is. Uh, romantic means I don't want to pay for anything. <laughs> Um, no boring people means I'm a boring person. I love my country means I voted for Trump. Live, laugh, love means I have no personality. Beast mode means I have no personality. Rise and grind means I have no personality. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's funny. That's good. Thank you. And it's true. It is true. Um, so she, we were saying something and she was like, I don't know which 
category did I fall into? I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, do you fall into any of them? And she was like, well, I, I do love my, you know what? Now that I'm talking about this, I don't know why I'm telling the story and I don't know where it's going. Is that part of the story or no, is that no, just no. an admission that, of that, where that, this whole that, thing is? That's just an aside. I don't know oh. what the end of the story is, so I'm just going to say it. And then she was like, I, I love my country, though. I was like, you voted for Trump? He's such a terrible person. She's like, no, I didn't vote for Trump. Oh, OK, I know where I'm going. She's like, I didn't vote for Trump. I just I love my country. And I asked, like, well, what do you love about it? And I always ask that of people who say is they, she is she white? No, what she's, is she? she's Korean. She's like, oh, I, I love the fact that I'm not a brown person. <laughs> <laughs> right. And 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 so I said, anybody who says that they love America, I always ask why. Oftentimes Fair people, question. Fair yeah, question. Oftentimes yeah. people just get really upset, which lets you know that they know what's going on, but they just don't want to deal with it. And if they have to deal with it, they get really upset. So or, she, or they or they legitimately just they don't know. Yeah. And, and they because to them, it's just a soundbite. Exactly. But it's 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 literally just a, part it's a slogan. Of, yeah, it's it's just brainwashing that happens as a kid. Like you pray to your flag, and you sing the you say the speech and whatever, and now you're indoctrinated and great propaganda works. But so I just asked, and then I said, like, look, I love people here, I love places here, but I don't love this country. Like, if the country is the government, and our government is one of the most corrupt and evil and violent ever this and I, it's it's hard like with non-white people who are like so yay yay america not because like i get that they had maybe their parents came and they gave opportunity and i great i was gonna say that's probably great yeah is. yeah and i totally respect <clears throat> that um but like this country was founded on genocide and built on enslavement of black mexican chinese Every, every, like anybody who wasn't like a European white person yeah. and, and the poor, like even like poor white people were still getting fucked. There's nothing about this country that is super cool. Um, yeah. See, the, the, the so yes, uh, we've talked about this yeah. plenty, you know, plenty of times, and I agree with you. Um, I am like when people, if someone who's not originally from this country comes here, or if I meet them, they're like, oh, oh yeah, I love America. I love She's from States. here, by like, the way. She was born I, here. Okay, yeah. but but I, I give people who who uh, have moved to yeah. this country if they have if they feel that oh I love this country like for me that's like that's coming from a whole different yes uh, perspective totally. a whole different plane than you know than someone who's born in this country having this going go oh I love America you know love it or leave it yeah. type <laughs> ad attitude yeah. where yeah. like for me I mean everything you you said about you know people who say that kind of thing I, I i'm i definitely agree i also think anytime someone says that shit i just think to myself this person has never left this country that is very true they've they've never traveled <laughs> that is very true they've never left uh either beyond you know the state they're in or maybe they did but they've certainly never have left and visited other countries no. besides this one yeah because like you i mean look i and the whole thing about loving it's like i i had nothing i had no fun, i had nothing to do with yeah. The fact that I was born here. Yeah. So, yes, like you said, I, I love things about this country. I love people in this country. You, yeah. my family. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, but like to say that I love this country, it's like, well, no. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. For, for pretty much everything you had, you had described and mentioned, I mean, right, I think, you, you know, this country has 
I, and also, man, I'm, look, I love the the idea of this country is something sure. to get behind. It's but just the never been true. Of it, yeah, it's yeah. never been true. Yeah, like you can't you can't go like freedom and justice for all, except for like black people, brown people, Asians, minorities, the handicapped, fucking poor people. Like you can't. <laughs> You can't, yeah. there's nothing, to, you're not standing on anything. I feel, you know, it's, yeah. I, I try to keep that in mind, like with religion too. Obviously, I'm very anti cult, so it's like I, I don't like religion because they're just cults and they cause war, and the, most of the death and destruction in the world is because of them, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but like, I feel like most people's, aside from like the very devout cult people, like their attachment to their cult is based on their experience as a kid. Like they relate it to their. Yeah their time the you know very beautiful intimate moments with their mom or their dad or their grandparents or like and, and I, I i get that i respect that but i feel it's the same thing about the country like those moments are beautiful and you'll have them forever as you should but the institution itself is an evil monster and you shouldn't yeah. you shouldn't support it you can you know so i you know and whatever um but yeah she uh is this a girl that's coming over tonight no no no. that's just that was just a old friend from junior high oh oh we still talk sometimes um but yeah america sucks (laughs) (laughs) i mean and and, you know it's especially now with this whole um i mean we'll get into the hunt a little bit but like this this country is just very infuriating you know with the whole uh the covid surging again Uh. Because these people don't want to get the, they don't want to get the vaccine. I, I'm a, I, I love people. Generally, like just I like people. Sure, sure. I've met a lot of people who you know I disagree with on a lot of things, but can still find some sort of common ground. Like totally. I like people, like talking to people. Yeah. I don't ever like to hear anybody getting sick, dying, whatever. Agreed. That being said, I'm finding it. I'm finding it very hard lately to feel any kind of sympathy yeah. for someone that's that's getting sick from COVID or God forbid, you know, passing from it. Especially right now when we've got a fucking vaccine yeah. that can prevent it. Yeah. You know, it's it's really starting to anger me. Where it's like, you know, I was just watching CNN, you know, before we got on and you know, uh it's like I said, they be, they, they've been saying it for, for weeks now. It's like it's a pandemic amongst the unvaccinated. Right. And Yeah, like 90, you know, 97% of the cases are unvaccinated people. Yeah. It's and not, it's, it's not like, a coincidence. It's not a coincidence, you know? And I just I just want these people to get their shots, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, again, we've had enough death, you know, from, from, from you know, from this disease, from this, yeah. this virus. You know, just everybody. And then and it's, it's the same people who are so eager to want to get rid of the mask and just want things mm-hmm. to go back to normal. I'm like, yeah, we all Some do. Nuts, we all do. We all do. To get there, you need to get your fucking shots. You know, it's, it's like it's not like this isn't last year. Like we have the vaccine now. Yeah. It's we here. can prevent this. You, you know, just go get it. Go get it today. You can just yes. go and get it. And, you know. I don't know. Just it's it's, 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 it's maddening. It's yeah. maddening. Right yeah. Now. I mean, it's it's uh, it's unfortunate that it happened during Trump, who turned it into a political issue. Yeah. Like you've yeah. always had people. There's always been anti-vaxxers. They've always been wrong. Great, but it was a much smaller population. 
but he turned it into no no the right wing doesn't do it even though he did it <laughs> i was i was just about to say even though yeah all those trump people all the republicans fail to like remember that too yeah. Uh, he caught covid and then also got the vaccine got, got, got the vaccine exactly um, exactly yeah so the fact that it turned into political issue and then people say like it's my freedom or my choice not to get it and they equate it to like a, if everybody jumped off a bridge and it's like it, it's backwards though like in this scenario you are jumping off the bridge yeah we're telling you don't don't it's jump stopped. off the bridge yeah. but you're jumping off and the problem is we're all fucking handcuffed together. So we're going to go with you. With you, yeah. You're, that's a great analogy. That's a it's great not analogy. mine. I heard that from somebody else. I, I would have. <laughs> see, that's that's why you're a better person than me, because I wouldn't have admitted that shit at all. I just would have <laughs> taken the, like, yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I say a lot of amazing shit. That's just, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm parroting that one. Yeah, uh, but no, that, that, that's a really good analogy. Yeah. Um, and, and look, and, and look, yeah, it is your right. Of course. Like, I'm not advocating of making this, uh, of forcing people to take something that they don't want. I am. But at the same time, I'm like, I have a heart. I don't, I'm like, fine. If you don't want to get it, if you get sick, if you die, I mean, I, I don't have sympathy. And I also you. like when people I'm are like, sorry. like, I just don't, you can't uh, deny me entry. Into I lost this place. people to this fucking disease Same. when there wasn't a vaccine. Yeah. You know, and now that there is one, these fucking knuckleheads are just choosing yeah. to just perish over some foolish idea that, you know, they're going to be tracked. And the, or the, the longer it it stays, the lo- more it mutates and the more fucked up it gets. Like, that's why everybody needs a vaccine. So it stops yeah, fucking it mutating. Stops. Yeah. Uh, you know, this thing about like, okay, I got this AC guy coming, right? To fix the air conditioner. I don't know shit about air conditioners. I have ideas about air conditioners, but I don't know a goddamn thing about it. And like the I, idea that it makes the room cold. It makes the room cold. <laughs> that much I know. But if I want to know how it works, I have to call this fucking guy to come over and tell me how to do it and fix it. I don't know how science works or medicine. I would have no fucking clue. I know like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But not enough to make any informed decision, and I have to listen to experts who have dedicated their life to studying it. And that's what I do. If someone wants to learn how to box or play guitar or do a fucking push-up, and they don't know how to do it and they do it on their own, they're going to get hurt or just be bad at it. If they want to learn how to do it right, they can call me and I'll fucking teach them because that's what I know how to do. And this idea that like people just know all about science and like, no, nah, I'm just not. I know more than like a trained scientist who's been doing it for 15 or 50 years i know more because i work at i work at safeway thank you very much yeah and these are the same people who are anti-science anyway yeah but 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 they know all about uh you know uh you know uh vaccines and 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 yeah i know it's it's silly it's so dumb uh and people and again tracking thing is crazy like we're in this country, we're born with a number. <laughs> like we're assigned a number that's know, attached to our name. It travels with us forever. Your credit is tracking you. Your phone Your is phone a literal tracking device. Device, yeah, I know. <laughs> it I know. knows everywhere you've been. I know. That's why with the whole tracking thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, and, and look, fine, track me. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to track me? Who the fuck cares? Like, who cares what a <laughs> Like wow, this guy's really boring. He goes to the gym. He's getting his <laughs> his, his big gulp every single fucking yeah. day. This bro don't do anything. 
I don't, why are we, why are we wasting money tracking him? Yeah. I'm like, Hey, have at it. You know, yeah. uh, Again, like, yeah, you, like these you, things, you're like, on you, the grid, motherfucker. You have bills that come to your house. Yes. Everybody knows where you are. If, yeah, yeah. This whole idea of them tracking you or, you know, putting poison in you. I met this guy at the bar the other day. He doesn't want to get his shots. And I'm like, but you you don't want to get your vaccine. But you're here drinking like you're putting uh, Literal he, he poison. Had, poison into your body. <laughs> Alcohol has no health benefits. Health it's benefits, only bad. Yeah. It only takes health away. Exactly. Um, and, and he brought up the whole tracking thing. I'm like, do you have a, do you have a smartphone? He's like, yeah. I mean, what do you think that thing is? If you have a, even and if, I'm like, like, and even I'm if like, you, and even if you have an old phone, if your phone has a SIM card, you're being tracked. You're being tracked. Yeah. Even if it's a fucking flip phone, you're being tracked. I mean, look, you, you, you we live in a society. Like I'm in Culver City. You're in uh, San, San Dimas. Like, when I step out of my apartment, I'm tracked. If for no other reason, there's fucking cameras yeah. everywhere yeah. on the streets. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this other idea and, that like, oh, it's my freedom. Like I, I can't take away my freedom. I can't, you can't make me wear a mask. Do, is, do you have to wear a seatbelt? Yeah. Is it a fucking law? Yeah. What happens if you don't? You have to get paid money. They could send you to jail for not <clears throat> wearing a seatbelt if they wanted to. You can go to jail for crossing the street out of a crosswalk. If you're not allowed to drive drunk, right? That's a fucking law. You will go to jail. I went to jail for driving drunk. Like, you you will go to jail for that shit. Why? Not because of you, because you might kill somebody else. Somebody else, That's yeah, the whole that's, fucking point, like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing about, you know, we live in a society, and people talk about, you know, their freedoms, this, that, and the other. It's like, yes, we have our freedoms, but at the same time, this ain't all about you, motherfucker. Oh, thank you. It's not we, about you. It's not not everything is about you. You know, we live in a society, and in a society, there are certain things that we all have to do to make sure that this society runs the way that it's supposed to. That's right. You know, we're it's, all we're all in this together. This like, game together. We're participating. And again, going back to that great analogy about how you know the people who refuse to take, you know, get get vaccinated, like they're leaping off the bridge. And they are dragging us, you know, behind them because we're all interlocked together. You know, it's um, especially so yeah. it's, it's not like getting a tattoo like that doesn't affect me. You dying your hair doesn't affect me. Yeah. Like th that's stuff like, yeah, do whatever what your clothes that you wear, the music you listen to, like your personal life doesn't affect anybody else. But the contributing to the spread of a global murderous virus does affect everybody else. People are like, oh, they it was an intentional to destroy the economy. It's like every country was like, yeah, let's all destroy our economy. Destroy the economy, yeah. I and know. then like it's... there are countries whose economy did not get destroyed because they wore masks and stayed home. And they never like New Zealand never had a fucking problem. They had some cases, but they just stayed home. They've been partying all they were the last first. year. They were the first to really get a handle. On yeah. the whole thing, that I think, uh, that like, woman Vietnam who, did it too. Like, there's a bunch of yeah. places, Taiwan. There's a bunch of places that did it. That that really just like you said, they they locked down tight. They and you know with New Zealand because they're they're like an island, right, mm -hmm. off uh, near uh, Australia. Uh, as soon as they got the first whiff of a case, like they shut, like no one was going in or out. Uh, and like you know the mandate, you know everybody locked down. And like you said, they listened because they understood hey we got to join together oh this is for everybody it's for not, everybody it's not about yeah me, like you said it's, it's not, not just about, about yeah, yeah. It's but like, like it's not. 
part of me, like, I, I, I can't blame Americans because it's not their fault. It's their responsibility, but it's not their fault the way they think. Like, they think like this because of our horrible government has trained them to think like this. They're just doing what they've been taught. And it's, it's, it's the system's fault. It's not a person's fault. Like, Oh, you're talking about the whole, uh, like my, you know, my freedom, my right, like that kind of thing. Yeah. That's the propaganda they've been fed. If If a child acts up and is screaming or hitting other kids, that's because that's what he's been shown. Yeah. It's not, it's just, it's it's not the child's fault. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's, it's also just abuse. Like Americans are abused. Like we're, I mean, we're the most privileged in the world, but like we're abused by, we have a very abusive government who doesn't care about us. That's why it. They've been bickering for two years during a pandemic where more than half a million people have died to give us $2,000 in two years. Every other country immediately was like, yeah, we're going to pay everybody $2,000 a month. Don't go to work. Stay home. We got it. We're the only we're the only uh, first world country who was like, no, we got to talk about this. We got to really figure this out. We got to like spend a year talking about it yeah although every other every other country was like we got you just stay home we'll pay you we got the money we're the richest country by far and we're like i I don't know know if we got the money i don't know we got to buy all these missiles so i'm not sure yeah yeah that whole thing was so fucking ridiculous uh yeah because i remember reading articles about you know uh like just by like every other, you know, first world country where they were like, yeah, everybody, we need you to stay home. Just stay home. Well, and, and then, yeah, those checks just went out immediately. Consistently so immediately. immediately. And, and like you said, multiple checks like yeah. they every month for the whole year, for the whole year. Yeah. And here we were, like I said, bickering over what was, what was the two stimulus. Yeah. Payments one was like twelve hundred. The other was like six hundred. It's no money. It's no yeah. money. I mean, it's literally like if you break it up, it was like ten dollars a month. Yeah. I know. And, and uh, yeah, and it's like uh, I'm like that's not even enough to pay my rent. You know what I mean? It's like it, now thankfully I didn't need it. I had you know I was employed, but yeah. It's like, you know, $1200 like that's not a lot of money. It's, it's no money. And that that doesn't pay rent anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like no. There's yeah, very no. yeah, a handful of places people are like, "Oh, my rent's $800." Great. You're like a fucking unicorn or something. Or you live uh, My 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 sister, her she lives in Kansas City, Missouri. Right. Her her mortgage, her mortgage is Less than a thousand, right? But she's in Kansas City, Missouri. You know what I mean? And again, it's a very small, and it's all relative. Yes, you know, it's like just because you you live in a place where, like, I, I'm we're in L.A., we're in California, so yeah, we hear that, and we're like, we're like, oh shit, that's so cheap. But if you live and work there, your wages are cheaper. Your, too. your wages are are commiserate to you know, yeah, to and the cost like, of living. And let's say your maybe her mortgage was eight hundred dollars. Great, she gets twelve hundred dollars. So yeah. she got four hundred dollars left over to live on. <laughs> she, she got three kids. <laughs> she got three kids. Like, it, 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 it's so crazy. Um, you know, the government's like you can't go to work, you can't do anything, and you, you know, it's like, you know, those movies where uh, there's like a small town or something, and then like the mafia makes them pay like a protection fee. Protection, yeah. But then like, or like a farming town, and then like the warring clan the mafia clan comes in it's like you have to pay us and they're like the crops are dead there's a drought and they're like i don't care you still have to pay us that's what our government is people were like i'm out of work i can't pay you and the irs was like fuck you pay me yeah the irs who is not a federal institution by the way i know yeah they're a fucking private company no yeah they're private yeah 
oh man first you know i mean oprah is a fucking prostitute now i'm finding out that the irs, <laughs> the IRS is, is not is not real they're not a real thing well i mean they're a real thing yeah, yeah, they're a real thing I... but yeah, yeah. But they're, they're not they're not like a government agency shit i didn't know that yeah nobody knows that it's fucked up this country sucks yeah and so when people are like i love america i'm like really <laughs> Fucking why? Yeah, it's like, do you? Because insulin is a thousand dollars. Everywhere else, it's ten dollars. What the fuck do you love about this place? It costs fifty grand to have a baby. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. But I guess they just work. I mean, they work with the government, obviously. Is the IRS a government agency? It says. The IRS is the nation's tax collection agency and administers the Internal Revenue Code right. enacted by Congress. Right, that's true. They are the nation's tax collecting agency. That is true. So, but they exist. But that, but, but that, but that, like you said, I mean, that doesn't disprove what you just said. That no. just says that yes, they are a company that is in business with the government yeah. to enact. Yeah, they, they enforce the U.S. tax laws. Yeah, but that's it. It's like the Federal Reserve. They're not. They're not fucking government either. Jeez, that's Man, how this is. This is one of the most informative shows that we have done. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Take that in, to the in, bank, but don't deposit in, it because it's a corrupt, <laughs> yeah. capitalistic system designed to keep you poor. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all that shit. Like, you know, the school to prison <clears throat> pipeline. Like, all that shit is real and terrible. Um, yeah, so when people are like, I, you know, rah rah America, it just, uh, yeah. Again, like you love your people, you love parts of your experience, and then you love the concept of a tribe, and that's what you're clinging to. But the tribe is diseased, and you're actually not even aware what tribe you're in. Like you're, you're bannering behind this thing, or you're you're living behind this banner, but like who's actually created that banner you don't understand like they're yeah. actually a terrible person but you're just doing it anyway anyway yes sir i know i always bring the happy times uh, i'm happy i'm happy me too you know because i love you man i love you too bud so yeah. you hit me up the other day and you told me to watch a movie which i i, I don't know i think i'd put it on my list i don't remember but i i, I checked it out and you Said that I should watch The Hunt, and I did. You did? When did. you saw it? What, yesterday? Yesterday morning, yeah. Yesterday morning. All right. So, yeah, I, um, were, did, were you aware of, the, you know, the backstory of this movie? Uh, Prior just, to it It was supposed to come out. out, and it didn't, and then it came out later. Uh, so it was, it was scheduled for a theatrical release last year, but of course the pandemic put a stop to that shit. But even before then, Thanks, when Obama. word... What's that? Thanks, Obama. <laughs> when uh when word about the film got out and like i think the first trailer and you cut you know from the trailer you basically get the the, the core gimmick or conceit of the film which okay. is these uh elitist liberals kidnap these deplorable uh right-wing assholes and they set them loose in, in an environment and these elitists hunt them for sport like that's like the elevator pitch of this whole movie. So when that trailer dropped, like all these conservative, you know, you know, channels, you know, the Fox Newses and like these, you know, right wing sites got wind of this. Everything was up in arms. 
um, people saying people who, of course, who hadn't, hadn't even seen the movie, you know, railing against Hollywood and how look at this, how bad I think of us, da da da. So that actually stalled the release mm. of the film also before the pandemic. And it was kind of like what we were talking about earlier, where it's like just let let the people get it out of their system, right? Give it some time, and then a couple months later, we'll put it back on the table. So that's what happened with this. And by the time people have stopped talking about all the chatter from these uh, conservative news sites, it was set for release. The pandemic happened, and then they were like, "Fuck it." It was one of the first films that year of last year where they just went straight to uh, streaming, where okay. you could like rent it for like twenty bucks or whatever. And I'm wasn't like we had talked about this before. I was I'm not spending twenty dollars on anything no. to rent. Yeah, like no. fuck that. So I waited, but I really wanted to see it uh, because I, I just I don't know what it is about me, or what it says about me. But I love movies that have you know humans hunting other humans. Me too. <laughs> you know, like me too. Surviving the game. Yep. With Ice T, Hard Target with Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Battle I just Royale. Love Battle Royale. I just love those type of flicks. So I was excited to see this. And then you add the political element to it, too. And I'm like, hey, this looks pretty cool. So when the price dropped, I eventually rented it for $4.99. And, bruh, I fucking fell in love with this movie instantly. And then I watched it again because now it's on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. So I rewatched it, and that's when it hit you up. Because I actually have forgotten how much, how great it was. This is my second time seeing it. And I was like, man, I don't know. Because I thought we had maybe discussed it on an earlier show, but... Mm -hmm. I was like, I, we, we, we couldn't have because we just kind of restarted doing the show. Yeah. Not all that long ago. So, yeah, so I reached out and uh, really wanted you to take a look at it and get your thoughts on okay. the film. So I let, let me get the bad thing out of the way first, because uh, spoiler alert, I love this movie. Yeah, uh, we're going to and, and on and on. Yeah, we'll probably spoil for sure all of this movie. So if you haven't seen it. I mean, I hate to tell you to, to to not listen to the rest of this. No, like pause, watch it, and then come watch back. Watch it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's really good. This, uh, it's, uh, 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 and especially the beginning, there are a lot of unexpected turns. So it, it's worth not having them spoiled. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially the end, I think, you know. Yeah. So, okay. So three, two, one, we're going to get into it. Um, yeah. Okay. So the bad thing. I think it tries to be satire. It's not. I think that element is the worst part of the movie. And had it not been included, I think the movie would be way better. Okay. I, you got to explain yourself on this one. Cause, oh. for, cause I, I was, cause for me, like, I think this is like excellent satire. So satire. <clears throat> so this is just on the nose, right? It's just saying I'm a left wing. I don't like right wing. Right wings. Like I'm a right wing. I don't like left wing and left wings have all this money and right wings are poor. Like it's, it's just, it's very on the nose and um, there's no subtlety with it. Like they're just bludgeoning you over the head where it's like, you know, a satire has more nuance to that. And, it, and it's actually, it's, it's trying to create something that is an extreme version of the reality. And obviously, yeah, the hunting part is an extreme version. I was, yeah. But yeah. like, but like the views of the people are not. It's just, it's just on the nose. And I, I just, I don't think, for me, the movie would be better if it was just the elite class fucked the left and right. The elite class was doing this. And then the people that were being hunted were both left and right. Because then you could draw like, oh yeah, the elite class hunts everybody not in the elite class, which is true. Um, that's how our world, when we talk about all these things we we're just talking about, like, that's what our world actually is. Right. 
So it's like, to me, that would have been a more compelling story. Like, and it also didn't make sense. So they're playing into these stereotypes, right? Like right wing, they're all from the South. All these people are from the fucking South <laughs> that yeah. are being hunted. So like, not, okay, not, uh, oh yeah. Is, yeah. is, is, land, is Florida considered the South? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. So they're all from the South. So, okay. It's a, it's a silly stereotype. They're all from the South. Um, oh, you know, before I forget, I told you, this is a sidetrack. I told you we've been watching, rewatching True Blood. Yeah. It's such a bad show, but I'm in the last season and there's a part where like the Yakuza comes in and they're like, uh, hunting this girl. When the Yakuza shows up and these are like Yakuza. So black suits, fucking all the money in the world, business type people assassins. Are they vampire? Are these like no, vampire Yakuza? No, oh, no. Okay. They're just Yakuza. But they, they're driving in like lowered, bright orange, blue, green, like Fast and the Furious street racing cars. <laughs> it's okay. the most racist shit <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, you know, aside from like, uh, like minstrel shows or something like that, like it's just so blatantly like there's none of these cars in the show ever. Like every any rich people are driving rich people cars, Mercedes, BMW, yeah. whatever. And then the Yakuza have these like flashy bright with like <laughs> light kits on the bottom and I'm like, holy shit guys. Like this is bad. Anyway, so the That is pretty bad. It's Yakuza, really bad. The, the whole point of, of of Yakuza is not to be noticed. Not to be noticed. Yeah, yeah. And these guys are like, no, no, we're in the Fast and the Furious, just us. They're just like drifting into every parking spot and shit. It's so bad. So back to the hunt. So uh yeah, so all the all the right-wing people are like poor and from the south and then the left-wing people are just rich uh, they're not all white which is like okay there's like one indian guy yeah but um th it's weird like they're playing into these stereotypes but then they make the left be very pro-gun which is traditionally not a left thing so they they were conflating that like they didn't quite it was just it was unnecessarily messy like it could have just been these are rich people who hunt poor people for sport and that's it it didn't have to be anything else and i felt like it, the the attempt at satire and the attempt at making it edgy was shoehorned in and it for me it it made the it made it worse it was unnecessary and i didn't need it at all yeah i i completely disagree now, now your idea sound, would be yes, they could have done that. Uh, take the right and left out of it, and basically like the wealthy versus you know those who aren't. Yeah, uh, red and blue. And like then that, you also yeah. could have had like the cool um, that that play with the the people being hunted coming to terms with the fact that like we we disagree hard on these scenarios, but like it doesn't matter because we're being hunted. <laughs> yeah and yeah, they could have I, like overcome that together yes that's a good idea but I, I i love what they did here with this and for me yes you know i thought this was a brilliant satire and yes it's on the nose and it's very kind of ham-fisted in that way but one of the things but i like but i like that about it because they essentially like you were talking about you know well you know why would these elitists even have guns because because that's what I loved is that, yes, you know, and again, it kind of points to the fact why all these conservatives were so upset about this movie and hadn't even seen it. Yeah. The whole thing that is that they basically set it up to where it's like both sides in this are shitty people. Right. You know, these leftist elitists are 
the the worst of us on the left and really high, you know, just really leans into all those stereotypes and and in the uh their hypocritical nature. Cause like you said, if yeah, they they spout they don't like guns and all that, but yet and still they have no problem using them to to mow down these other people. Right. And the deplorables are awful all in the same way. And so basically like you look at both like there's I, I'm not rooting for these elitists. Right. Because these are like these are the sort of elites. And again, it played very broadly, but watching this a second time, especially, I'm like, I ran into so many of these cats when I lived up north in Northern California. Sure. I've been around these type of elitists who think that they're woke and totally that they're they care about certain issues and causes. They don't give a shit about anything but themselves and their money. And yeah. at the same time, I've met a lot of these racist, you know, right wing assholes too. Totally. So I like how you know, whether you're on one side or the other, like both of these camps in this film are fucking the worst of the worst. They're all the poor. I, I agree. I, I, and, and the main yeah. character for me. So I guess, yes, as a satire, maybe, maybe I just had the definition wrong. But what I found with this movie is that so you've got the elite, you've got the kidnapped deplorables. And then our main character, who I'm not going to get into just yet, she, for me, watching it represents. You, me, right. rational people that are living in this country that ha- are having to deal with both sides of these shitty, yes, uh, of, of these shitties of the shitty coins. Where Absolutely. it's like, you know, what, politics aside, it's like you know, you're taking it way too far on the on the left. You're taking it way too far on the right, and it's getting us all killed. And it's getting us all killed. Yeah. And but there, there is there's one lane of people who are just like, look. I give a shit about my neighbors. I give a shit about other people around me. Uh, red or blue, like at the at my core, I'm a good person. And if you just got to know me, like you would understand that it's like, hey, we can't be friends, whatever. Yeah. Like I look at the main character, like she's the rest of us living in this country, having to deal with, like I said, this toxic nature of that of the social media and cancel culture and everybody. Because this movie starts out, these leaders are pissed because they got canceled. Right. <laughs> or. Uh, a text chain. A text chain. Yeah. yeah, a text chain that that got out, and they were talking about you know uh, hunting these deplorables and going to the manor for the hunt. And Hillary Swank, who is the you know one of the stars of this, she's heading up the elites side. It's basically she she gets fired. Right, for right, right, this. right. So ultimately, right, there was a conspiracy that rich people were hunting poor people for sport. Poor people, based off of this leaked. Uh, uh, text thread right. that got out there in the ether and people actually believed it. And Hillary Swank and her her friends. High power they, executives. High power, yeah. Rich, yeah. Very affluent, high yeah. powered execs. Like, and, and billionaire one of them billionaire, level, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they either are, you know, asked to resign. Um, they step down on their own because do, oh, did they that happen to all want, of them? Yeah. Oh, I didn't pick that up. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought it was all. just Hillary Swank. No, it was everybody. Okay. Uh, everybody on that thread because they okay. that they all lost their their whatever you know their positions or whatever. Um, and so they say, look, fuck it. If they really think, if these people think that this is what you know we've done, let's then do let's do it. Right. And so they basically just go, they comb through social media and they pick out. The worst type of offenders, people who have, who have posted comments about them and have said these vile things about them, they, you know, and there's a lot of them, so they have to choose wisely. 
they end up picking out, I forget what the number was. 12. 12, yeah. 12 people that they find on social media that had called them out for this uh, fake hunt, which is now going to become a real hunt. Right. Now, see, that, that I loved, and I felt that that would have been a cooler premise had it not been tangled up in the politics part of it like i I think it would be cool like if yeah they had this thread that still got if it was more just about like the cancel part and then people were like well fuck that i'm gonna kill you yeah i I liked that i liked i just felt it could have been cooler but yeah yeah go ahead go ahead and then and and you know and they really button that up at the end too yeah um where the the main character kind of confronts hillary swing and she's like so uh when, when Hillary Swank basically tells her why they're doing this, and then the main character, she's like, well, but you are hunting yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, well, no, no. We now weren't. we are. <laughs> and she's like, well, well, yes, now we're hunting people. <laughs> I, I just love that because, yeah. yeah, again, it's like it just uh, the bullshit of Hillary yeah. Swank and her and the uh, entitlement she felt. Yeah. Even in, in the wrong, she's still like, well, no, no, we weren't hunting anybody. But then it's like, well. Now, yeah. I mean, where are we? Like, this is happening. So, right. So, um, essentially, the you you start the movie with Glenn Howerton from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's on an airplane. Like, does he play anything but an asshole? asshole? In uh, in the, the Strangers, is that was called right. The Strangers, the horror movie. Have you seen that? But that that with the the masks, the mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen great fucking one of movie. Those. Great yeah. fucking movie. Uh, he's in that. He's not an asshole. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he's on a plane and the flight attendant comes over and he's just being such a fucking cock. Dick. Just yeah. like, oh my God. Um, Honestly, no one no one does that shit better than it was, him. Yeah, man. I agree. He was so good at it. Um, and then, you know, they're just being rich assholes up there. And then this guy comes up from the back who you come to find out that he has been drugged. He doesn't know where the fuck he is. This is big redneck guy. And, uh, they kill him on the plane and they throw him back in the room and you see a bunch of people drugged and knocked well, out. Well, let's, I mean, they, yes, this man dies. Oh, okay. Okay. You're right. But you're he right. dies in spectacular fashion. <laughs> okay. So by uh, the way, that's, that's and the this movie. Is, this is a gore. This is a bloody movie. This too, is everybody. a bloody, they don't yeah. fuck around. And what's cool is like all that political stuff we were talking about. It's there, but it's not the movie. Like if you no. if it's not a political movie, so don't feel fear of like I don't want to watch this political. It's not. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, not. It's not. They, they, it's wrapped in this that, is, but it's it this is a dark. This is a total dark comedy. Exactly. Uh, very. It's a pretty dark. good action too. Yeah, great action actually. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So go ahead. So yeah. So 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 that yeah. The guy stumbles out. I guess whatever dosage they gave the kidnapped people, they he because he, he was a big guy. Huge. Yeah. So maybe he needed more. But he wakes up. He's kind of slurring his words, wondering where the fuck he is. So uh, Hillary Swank hears the commotion, and this is the first time you really see her, I believe. Right? No, she, no, she doesn't come out yet. You only the first time you see her is when they do the flashback to her getting fired. But no, but you don't see her face. But oh, yes, she, but she, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. They just showed her back because she was sleeping. She comes out. She grabs one of her expensive high heel stilettos. Oh, well, first, the so the the guy that woke up, he's like, what the fuck's going on? And then one of the rich guys, he's like, I'm a doctor. I'll help you. Do you have a pen? And he grabs a pen and he fucking <laughs> stabs him in the yeah. neck. Yeah, he puts the guy down. He's like, I'm going to lay you down. I'm going to lay you down. And then he had to basically just stabs him in the jugular. Yeah. And blood starts spurting out. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, first of all, I mean, that was just a bad idea. 
I yeah. mean, to get it, get blood everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was not, that was, that was, that was dumb, but it doesn't kill him outright. Yeah. So then Hillary Swain comes in with her shoe. Uh, the guy is back up on his feet, still holding his neck, wondering it's what the fuck's going fighting on. Fighting everybody. Yeah. Hillary comes up behind him, turns him around. Like, she like taps on his shoulder, or whatever. He turns around and she basically puts the heel right through his fucking, uh, it was his left eye. Yeah. And puts him down removes the the heel and his eyeball comes and, with it and and veins and everything are, are hanging out and she just calmly takes the eyeball off of the stiletto and just drops it to the floor and she walks back to her bunk and this is like this is how the movie opens yeah <laughs> and, 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 like, Holy and, and then shit. like the the rich people are like that one doesn't count we haven't even started yet it started like, yet yeah it's very funny yeah it is and they drag him to the back um with the rest of them and uh, yeah, you know, and they, he's still alive actually, but then he dies right. once he gets into the back. Uh, you know, having been stabbed in the neck and the loss of an eyeball will do that to you. Yeah. So then, so they establish right away like <laughs> this is a really gory movie, and it yeah. continues throughout. Uh, so then you come to the next scene where a bunch of people wake up. It's focusing on one woman, this blonde yes. woman. This is the this is the stuff about the movie that I it really blew me away and I was like this is great. Are you gonna? I I think you're probably gonna say the same thing that I am. Too. Yeah, Cause now, yeah. Because yeah, at this point, you don't know who's the lead. Yeah, you don't know what's this. going on. Right. You don't know what's going on. And yeah, they focus on this one actress and she you know there these people wake up in this field and they're bound and gagged uh, with this with like some BDSM like right. Strap they in they the have mouth. like a like a bit in their mouth and it's wrapped around so they can't talk they can get up and move around they're not their hands aren't tied or anything like that and they see each other like what the fuck are we doing here and then they all kind of but they're just focusing on this one girl like b said this blonde chick and they see this giant box in the middle of this field so they go walking toward it one guy who we learn later his name is don is like and he's got like a like a vet hat and he's like, he's screaming, it's a bomb, it's a bomb, don't open it. And he runs off. Which I've met a lot of Dons in my, same, in my day. Same, which, you know, <laughs> th- that concept, like him, c- comes back later too. They open it up, and this little pig runs out. And you're like, what? And then he, the guy that opened it pulls this huge rack that's just guns and machetes and grenades yeah. and fucking, it's just an arsenal. So they all just start running and grabbing weapons, not knowing what to do. And I thought, oh, is this a movie where they have to kill each other? Like, yeah, it's fine. I, I know how it's going to go. Like, I just, I'm excited for the action, but I know exactly how this is going to oh, go. Oh, yeah, because you, cause you probably hadn't seen any trailers. Didn't know anything about also. it. Okay, yeah, I could totally see how you get there, too. Like, oh, there's like some Hunger Games. It's like Hunger Games, yeah, or Battle yeah. Royale. Like, okay, they all have to kill each other. I get it. So I was like, okay, I know I'm going to enjoy it, but, like, there's going to be no surprises here. Yeah. <laughs> so you're focusing on this blonde woman. And she finds the key and unlocks key. her bit. And then she unlocks everybody so they can talk. They're still focusing on this blood woman. And then she meets this guy and they're kind of helping each other. Like, okay, they're going to team up. They're going to fall in love. I get it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, a handsome, oh, you know, hang tall on one second. Guy. This is the AC oh. repair guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on one second. Sorry, man. Uh, no worries. Hello. Let's see if hey, Graham Paul, how are his, his AC going. Because, yeah, it's going to be a hot one, y'all. Sure. No problem. I'll be here. Oh, sounds good. Sounds like he's got confirmation. 
Okay, let me get uh, you. You want me to tell you or just text you? Oh man, this is exciting podcasting right sure, here. Sure, is it the. Uh... Yeah, I got you. I'll text it right now. All okay, right. Good. Looks like he's going right. to get Thanks, some, some cool air coming there later. There we go. What were you saying? Good job. No, I was just saying, I was, this is, you know, I was telling the folks about the progress. The, the call sounded like it was going good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, gonna come. he's got 30 minutes, so we're going to have to wrap it up, unfortunately. Oh, he's, well, he's, he's on his way now? Yeah, we'll see. I 30 mean, minutes? Whatever, okay. it's no big deal. Um, All right. Hold on, let me text him. So, yeah, so you're focusing on this girl and then this guy. Yeah. And then the one of the guys who initially pulled out all the weapons, he gets shot and he falls dead. And then the girl is like, oh, my God, the, who, who you think is the lead. <laughs> and then she gets shot in the face. <laughs> well, I was going to say, she's the first one to die. I thought it was the guy. The, the, the guy that was just running towards yeah. the bunker? Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Oh, so she the was girl. So the, okay. It was the girl. So they start shooting. So they get the weapons and they're talking. And then they hear a gunshot. When I say they, the, uh, the, 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 the deplorables. They hear a gunshot. So they start hiding behind the, the crate. And the blonde chick, who we think is probably the, the lead of this film, is talking to the guy. And then all of a sudden you hear a, a gunshot and her head fucking explodes. <laughs> and the blood goes all over him. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? Same. And then after that, another guy, because they basically show that in the, in the distance there's this bunker. And, you know, the elites are shooting them from this bunker. So this one guy's got two machine guns. I, I called him in my notes, crazy guy. Yeah. And he just charges that bunker. And then, of course, they blow him to fucking smithereens. So he's dead right after her. So I, so basically, so everybody dies. <laughs> so, but, like, it was so funny. Like, you, they, it was, I mean, obviously, there was intentional. But, like, they lead you to believe that this blonde girl is going to be the lead. Yeah. They're setting her up that way. Like, she doesn't know how to use a gun. This handsome guy who you think is going to be the male lead is teaching her how to use a gun. So you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. So she dies. And then that dude who helped I, I her. Got it, I, I got it. I got it all right here. All I'll right run there. down the, the deaths. Okay. So the third death, uh, the girl, the girl. There's, another, there's another woman who was hiding in the crate. Yeah. Once the, once the bullets start, start flying, she runs like fucking hell into the field. And falls into falls a Falls into a, a spike pit. <laughs> And is impaled in a gruesome, gruesome way. <laughs> and then the and then the guy that was with the blonde, the handsome dude, who, the handsome guy who we didn't think maybe he's gonna be. Yeah. Okay. So lead. it's gonna be him. Yeah. Yeah. So he runs to help the girl in the pit. She tells him, "Oh, it's my birthday, and I was gonna have pie and all this." And he's like, "Come on, let's get you out of there." So, which I've always heard. That is never a good idea no. to remove a knife no. if it's in you. That's right. And she's and she's got these. Uh, she's impaled her leg, one in her fucking her torso. Yeah. But he pulls her up out of this ditch, and then he's helping her. And you're thinking, okay, this guy, he must be here by mistake or something. This is a good dude. Uh, while they're while he's holding her up and they're walking into the forest, our handsome guy steps on a fucking landmine. <laughs> He looks at the camera, or no, he doesn't look at the camera, he but the camera down, pans on him, yeah. looks at, he's got this expression like, oh, fuck. And then he gets blown the fuck up. They both do. But then her half of her her legs get blown up and her torso goes back into the Her torso pit. goes back into the fucking, the spike pit. And again, entrails. Her lower half is gone. Her guts are all coming out. And so 
So the handsome guy is dead. She's back in the in the pit. Another guy, uh, Ike Barinholtz, who's an actor that's been in a lot of you know stuff. He was in the Mindy Kaling show and all yeah. that. He's also one of these deplorables. He runs and tries to help, you know, the half of this woman that somehow was still alive. We're getting blown up. And she's like, no, give me your gun. I'm going to kill myself. And he's like, no, I can't do that. And she's like, don't be a, what do you call it? Don't be a, a snowflake. Yeah. So she takes his own gun and then she kills herself. So I get, yeah, death by suicide. Another guy gets killed with arrows. Uh, which is just, like actually pretty funny. Um, they start shooting arrows at this one guy as he's trying to climb a fence to get on the road. Start shooting arrows. He's like, fuck this. He goes back charging them. And of course, you know, the arrows, he gets, you know, shot with like three or four arrows. He goes down. They throw a grenade and, and you see it kind of a uh, grenade kind of roll by his <laughs> by his head. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> but then in the, it, off camera, you hear it didn't go off. It's like, oh, it was a dud. And you see the guy kind of have a, have a look of relief. But then they throw another grenade <laughs> right next to it. And then boom, so he goes. And, and this is all happening almost Very as fast, fast as yeah. I'm describing it. Yeah. Just one death after another after another. So I'll... I'll yeah, yeah. So then it's Ike Barinholtz, this woman who's like kind of... She looks kind of like a hillbilly type person. And then this... You know, Malibu's most wanted guy from Florida. From Florida, yeah. They get over the fence. They're running down the street and they find a gas station. They go into the gas station. There's an old couple in there. And um, they're like, fuck, freaking out and whatever. And like, we need to. Because they've all got guns and everything. They think they're going to rob the place. Yeah. And they're like, we're not going to rob you. These people are hunting us, blah, 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 blah. The Florida guy's just kind of looking out the window. The hillbilly girl opens up a pack of donuts and she starts eating it. Ike Barinholt is like talking with the oh, the attendants, the owners, the old people, the old couple. The couple, yeah. And he's like, give me the phone. I need to call, whatever. And they're like, you're in Arkansas, he asks. Yeah. And they're like, you're in Arkansas. He gets on the phone. He's talking to the police. You can tell the police like, right away, like, oh, this is not the real police. This, this, is, is, this is not a cop. This yeah. is one of the rich guys. Um, <laughs> and then, like, obviously, he learns that very quickly, too. And he hangs up and he's like, what the fuck? And then you turn around and the hillbilly girl is now choking to death and foaming at the mouth because those donuts are poisoned. And then the old couple turns out to also be the elites and they kill both of them by shooting. I forgot how they kill a Florida dude. Uh, Ike Barinholtz gets gunned down with a shotgun. Yeah, right in the middle of the chest. Um, they, the, the old couple, they they throw out these two canisters. Oh, like that's right. Gas. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because they, they, they got they gas put on masks gas on. Masks on. Yeah, you turn around, they have gas masks. They throw the canisters, they shoot Ike Barinholt, and then the other guy dies. And then it's fucked up. The old dude goes and he takes another canister of the poison gas and, like, moves it right next to the Florida man's right next face. To, yeah. It's fucked up. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, and so I put, so right now, 23 minutes into the movie, eight people, eight of the, the captures are dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just right thinking, away. What the fuck? Yeah. So you're watching this and you're like, what is happening? This, this movie's going to be over in like another 15 minutes. Like, yeah. what, what, what's going on here? So now we got to go back. I'm going to go back. Mm-hmm. So when the blonde who we think is the lead, when we first see her, when she wakes up in that field, the first person she sees is another woman who is by the creek. Right. Hunched down, also with the, 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 the gag in her mouth. 
And the blonde girl's looking at her like, what is she doing? What is this woman doing? Looks like she's like squatting to take a fist, but yeah. she's not. She's She's got a name tag on, Crystal. She takes that off, and she takes the uh, the metal pen off the back of her uh, name tag, and she rubs it against her hair, which I think to create like a static, static electricity right. or something. And, she, and you see her placing it on a leaf, and then she puts it in the water. All of a sudden... And, I, and honestly, I didn't even pick up on this the first time it's I saw it. It's a compass. It's a compass. Yeah. You know, she's sitting there making a compass. She sees where the leaf is pointing. North. And she goes in that direction. So this woman is not in the uh, this, the scrum with when the weapons are introduced. So that's the first time we see her. And, and so we end up basically, she's the one that is the lead, that is the one that we're following. And they do such a good job, so subtly. Like, you see her for a minute, you don't think much of it because there's all this death that's happening. And you haven't had right time after. to, like, clock where everybody is and who everybody yeah. is. Yeah. But that one, in that when they introduce her, her name is Crystal. Like, And again, seeing this on the second, and I, I actually watched it the third time. It's it's such a great introduction, yeah. especially the second time around, because you know, it's like because they introduce right from jump. That this woman is, is capable. Yeah. She's different. She's not panicked like the rest of them. She's being very calm, almost too calm. Yeah. And easily, yeah, uh, differentiates herself from the pack. Yeah. And so she we meet then, her again. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, don't. No, please, please. Yeah, so yeah, we meet her again at the gas station. She's walking up toward the gas station, and the old couple inside is like, oh, quick, are we, are we, we, we set? We good to go? Can we do this again? And they're like, yeah. She walks in. Crystal's talking to them and you can in Crystal's voice she's very measured and you can tell yeah. she's trying to read them. Doesn't she, say much. Doesn't say much. She yeah. She asks a couple questions, where are we? Arkansas. And then she says, "Can I have a pack of cigarettes?" Say yes. They give her a pack of cigarettes. She gives them $20. The clerk gives $10 change back. And then that was Crystal's cue to know that she's not in Arkansas. She's These people not are yeah. lying. She jumps over the counter. Kills them both. Shoots one. And, oh, but, and here's, a, here's a small thing, too, that, again, speaks to her character is that she had money. Right. It, it, right. In her in her in boot. her in her boot or her sock or whatever, where it's like you see they, they the movie does a really good job of just <clears throat> throwing these small hints. Yeah. About her. Where it's like, man, she's way overprepared. Yeah. And things of that where it's like, yeah, she's not like the rest of these people. Right. Right. So she had like obviously all these people had their. IDs and wallets taken away. They don't have phones. Yeah. They don't have nothing. Right. But she is smart enough to always walk around with money in her sock in case something happens. It's a smart idea to do. Yeah. Right. So she takes the money out. She jumps over, kills the old man, kills a woman. Yeah. Um, she like grabs a shotgun and shoots him. I don't remember how she kills a woman. She just, does she shoot her too? Oh, she does. Uh, she shoots them both. She, she shoots does. Both. She shoots them both. Yeah. And then and she, she said, you done fucked up. Yeah, you done fucked up now, bitch. Fucked up now, bitch. Because <laughs> cigarettes are only $6 in Arkansas. In Arkansas, yeah. So she should have gotten more money back. That's a, You should have gotten $14, not $10. Uh, and that's how you like, oh, she's smart. And she's a badass. And she's a badass. So she goes outside. She walks over to the car. There's like a truck out there. She's about to get in. She realizes there's a tripwire on the handle and there's an explosive device under the car. So she's like, oh, I can't pull that. Then she pulls off a fucking sticker of a license plate. It's an international plate. We don't know where. Yeah, yeah. And then at that point, I think the uh, another one of the... Uh, no, the, the, the drone. Oh, the drone. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's a drone that, that shows up. 
checking out the scene. Oh, she, um, she got a walkie-talkie from the old couple too. Right. Yeah. Because I think I, I think Hillary Swanker, somebody from the bunker, is trying to you know reach out to this couple to see what's going on. Right. Like, are they are you good? Are they are they gone? So yeah. So Crystal's listening in on this conversation. We see they send the drone over to check in on what's going on there, and then out of the blue, the drone gets shot to smithereens. And we end up seeing another one of the deplorables who's who's still around. Uh, an actor, I, I always forget his name, but he's in a lot of things. Well, he maybe was in, a deplorable. Well, was he? It's it's. I don't know. I can go either way. I can go either way. I guess so because we don't see him actually with the ball gag unless no, do we, we do, we do, we do. But okay, so so we we kind of have to jump ahead. I, I'm not talking about Don. I'm talking about the. Uh, oh, I was talking about Don. Oh, you're talking yeah, about the, the other guy. Oh, that's right. The, Don the, comes in way later. You're right. Yeah, the, you're right. the, the big dude. Uh, it, he was uh, in my my cousin Earl. Exactly, um, and he was. Yeah, if you know him, you you recognize. Yeah, him. but he but he ends up shooting the drone, and you can see the look on Crystal's face where she's like, "Fuck." So she gets up, you know, introduces herself to him, you know, basically by saying, "Hey, I'm one of you. Relax," and. He and she's basically pissed because he said she was like she shouldn't have done that, you know, shooting the drone. And he's like, "What are you talking about? I these motherfuckers were looking at us and everything." She's like, "Yeah, now they know where we are or something. Yeah. Now they know something is up." Yeah. Uh, so again, like Crystal, they do these things where they are constantly showing how smart and resourceful. Yeah. This she, character she's is. Experienced. But, she's like, "Oh, she's a trained person. She's done this." Yeah. Stuff, right? Yeah. So she basically says, "Look, well." I'm getting out of here and she, she's like, I'm going to follow these tracks. And this guy, you know, comes with her. They find uh, a train and our train tracks. And she gets near it because she maybe feels the rumbling. So she puts her hand on the, uh, the rail. She's like, okay, there's something coming. She's like, can you run? And the guy's like, yes. And so she basically says, look, you know, the train's going to have to slow down around the curve. So let's meet it there. We'll hop on board and everything. So they do. She does easily, but then she got to help this uh, <laughs> the, the 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 plump guy. Yeah, he's plus sized. Uh, he's a plus sized guy. Yeah, but she helps them. They get into the train, and that's when they encounter uh, these refugees uh, in the back of of this train. Um, and so it's like you know, like you know, you were saying they're they're somewhere outside of the states. We don't know where, but you know. You kind of have a thing where it's they got to be somewhere in Europe, Eastern, Eastern Europe, Europe, yeah, 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 something like that. Uh, so this train is then stopped by the local government. Well, yeah, before right? that, right, right. So the before that, the refugees come out and like they're like talking to them, but the refugees are only speaking their language, not English, so they can't communicate. And there's a guy speaking for the refugees, like a leader of the refugees. That's right. That's right. Uh, he was, and this guy, you come to find like, out. That he's yeah he's one of them he was uh right he 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 embedded himself in this group of refugees weeks prior right and then got on this train in hopes that you know he, he would be able to play this part and then uh crystal is suspicious oh, no 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 the other dude is suspicious uh the plus size my guy. cousin yeah yeah my yeah. cousin earl guy my cousin earl is suspicious crystal is not uh and he and the my cousin earl is just like no, nah, fuck. I know this is this is fake. These are all actors. All of these people are yeah, actors. These are these are crisis actors. Crisis actors. All of, all of this is fake. These these refugees, you. This is all crisis actors. And Crystal is up. like, there's a baby, and there's like, he's like, they got crisis babies. Babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so they, yeah, they right. They get stopped by the local government. They come to find out they're in Croatia. Um, and then, oh, right, oh, so right before that, so the my cousin Earl is arguing that. This is the, you know, you got to arrest this guy. He's a fucking, he's hunting us, blah, blah, blah. The police are like, shut the fuck up. And they walk away. And then when they walk away, the refugee leader speaks to him in English. And he's like, chill out, man. Come on. You're making it. You're making this. You're making a scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, fuck, see, I told you. And then you find out, oh shit, he was right. They get into a little tussle. He knocks him down. And then a grenade falls out of the elite guy's bag. Yeah. My cousin Earl picks it up. Pulls the pin, throws it. Oh no, he shoves it in his pants. He shoves it, shoves it down his crotch, <laughs> and then runs and he, away. He, he must have shoved that thing way down. Way because, down there, uh, like old yeah. boy was like on the ground panicking for a while, it trying took to too fish long. this thing yeah, it out. Took too long. Yeah, and then he got blown the fuck up. Yeah, so he explodes. And uh, do we see him again? Yeah, uh, he he just runs off. No, he dies too. No, he doesn't because he ends up later in the trunk. Oh, that's right. So he, yes. he must just run off. He runs off. He yeah. Runs and he off. gets picked up by. Yes, you're right. You're right. Because he got stabbed in the head. Right. So he runs yeah. off. And then Crystal is in like the. Like a, a detention center. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Like, yeah. And she's like, I'm an American. You need to call the American embassy. Um, and this is where. Yeah. The, the guy that's interviewing her. Uh, he's the one that first brings up. Are you being hunted or something like that? And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like. Uh, and, and he mentions Don, right. something about Don, and she's like, "Who the fuck is? What the fuck is a Don?" And uh, so they bring him out because uh, I guess Don had already been there. He got away and he made it to the camp, and then he's just happy to see another, you know, person alive as well. And he's like, and for him, it's validation because I guess he had been trying to explain to this government that he was kidnapped, taken from his home, and being hunted, and they didn't believe him. But now he's got, a, you know, Crystal's there to kind of back it up. So he's all excited. Like, see, I told you. Yeah. I told you. So, so the next scene is them. Yeah. They're getting food and everything. And you see Don and Crystal kind of getting to know each other. Right. So then you see a guy pull up with an American flag on his car. So he's like, oh, this is the American embassy guy. And this is also where you learn that this whole camp is in on it, too, because that guy gets out and they greet him like they know him. Spoiler. They, yeah, alert, they. He's not yeah. an American embassy guy. <laughs> He's one of these elite guys. So it's like, that's when you go, like, okay, this is all set up. These are all crisis actors. And this is all set up. Um, I don't think they were all crisis actors. I think that they're, maybe they're in on the it, though. government, they're in on it. They're, they're, in on it. It. Yeah. they're being paid. They're being paid. Basically, right. yeah. Like, yeah, fuck it. Hunt these Americans. We don't care. We don't care. Just, yeah, give us Pay us a lot and whatever. We're fine. Yeah, so the American embassy guy, Crystal, and Don are now all in his car. And they're driving. Crystal's in the front. Don's in the back. American embassy guy's driving. Crystal is like, I and he's, yeah, he's and he's asking some really kind of not not weird questions, but I guess uh, questions. I don't know, awkward questions. Yeah. Like, why would yeah? Like, he's almost like interrogating them in a way. Yeah, and then so Crystal and Don is just like, he's like, great, this is great, we're saved. And Crystal is like, nah, and she fucking holds on that the <laughs> handle of the car, fucking lifts herself up and kicks him out of the fucking car and, she, she, and the look on her face when she does it because she's almost like okay this is about to happen now she, yeah and she kind of slowly turns herself and yeah. then boom like shotgun drop kicks the guy right out of the fucking car don is freaking out like, what are you Whoa. doing what are you doing <laughs> 
And she gets in the car, and as calm as can be, she looks back to see where the embassy guy is. He's on the road. And she, down the road, and she reverses the car, crushes this motherfucker's head, just runs him over. And Don in the back is just tripping out the entire time, like, what the fuck are you doing? What's, what are you doing? Da, da, da. And she, and again, just very calm, not saying anything. Just She just knows. Don't trust this guy. Yeah. And yep. And she was right. Her instincts in this film. Yeah. Like, she's on. always spot on. She opens a trunk, and there you see my, my cousin Earl with a knife in his head. And then so she proves to Don, like, this was, we can't trust anybody here. And then she pulls like a map out of the embassy guy's jacket. And then they start walking. I don't know what happens after that. No, no. So so this is probably one I, I love. This is like probably the most that Crystal talks. Because I, th- I think Don is just saying, look, we've got a car now. Let's just get the fuck out of here. Right. And she's leaning. Crystal's leaning against the trunk. The trunk's still open. And she tells, she asks Don, or she, she tells Don about the story that her mother told her as a kid about the jackrabbit and the box turtle. Oh, right, 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 right. And how, and how, you know, you know, the jackrabbit, you know, always loved to race everybody and was obnoxious, was obnoxious in the forest because he liked to brag about how fast he was. And the box turtle decides that he wants to race the jackrabbit. And the jackrabbit is like, fuck, yeah, of course. The jackrabbit being a rabbit and knowing that he's going to beat this fucker you know, takes his time and takes a nap during the race. Oversleeps. The box turtle wins. The Jack Bravid's not having this. <laughs> so later that night, the Jack Bravid kicks in the door of the box turtle <laughs> while he's having dinner with his with his with his wife and his kids. And the Jack Rabbit goes and kills the kid and the wife in front of the box turtle. And then Kills the box turtle and then eats their dinner. <laughs> basically saying that, you know, uh, basically, you know, she's obviously she is the jackrabbit. And these people, these elitists are the box uh, turtles because Don wants to just escape. And she was like, no, you caught me slipping. You drugged me. You brought me out here. I lost the race. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna win. I'm gonna eat your dinner. At the, I'm gonna eat your dinner. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna win which at is, the end. Which and is, she, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's so and Don has just got chills listening to her. Like your mama told you that story. <laughs> <laughs> she starts like my mom told me a story when I was a kid. My mom used when to always tell me the story. Yeah. And so when she's finished with that story, she reaches behind her and she takes the knife that was in Homeboy's head, uh, my cousin Earl guy. And I was at that moment. I fucking love that the way she delivers that story. And yeah. like, she is just all she's, business. She's, I mean, she's the lead of the movie. She's most of the movie, but like, she's the best yep. part in it, regardless. She's very, very good. So Betty Gilpin is the actress's name, and she's awesome in this. I don't know if you have you seen Glow, the Netflix show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she's great in that. She, she's yeah. the, she's the American wrestler girl. Right. Yeah. yeah. I forget her name, but yeah. Uh, so yeah. So so basically, yeah, she's not running. And they make a plan. She's like, and they basically go back to the bunker. At right. This point, right? It, on the map, it's everything is marked where the elite people are, where all the traps are. It's all marked. So then they go like, yeah, right. They go to the bunker and there's like, I don't know, five of them in there. Yeah. And they're, you know, just being dicks and just being, and, and they've got, <laughs> they've got a uh, consultant there, 
a guy that obviously like you see him like, you a, tell like, he's a, like special a, forces consultant yeah to kind of help them with everything and they're giving him shit because they're like well what did you consult in and then Rico's like oh i worked on tears of the sun like tears of the sun what the fuck is that it's like well bruce willis was in it yeah, yeah. And they're kind of and they're making fun of the movie that he worked in i'm like hey hey assholes i love that movie man <laughs> tears of the sun is great I thought that was a funny little uh, exchange ads. But yeah, but you see that they've got this consultant there with them. And uh, basically, the pig from earlier that comes out of the crate is, well, they hear a noise at first and everybody like gets on, you know, gets on guard. And then the pig from earlier kind of falls down this chute and is just kind of like winking and running around. And of course, these guys panic and they just start shooting their weapons at it. And they end up killing the poor pig. Which, you know, they used or- Orwell was the pig's name. They used him as a distraction. And then uh, Crystal comes in. I forget who she kills first, but she blows a hole right through one, yeah. through one of the elite's head. And you did like the head is just gone. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. So she starts, you know, going to town on all these people. Just her, actually. You don't know where Don is. Um, there's a woman in there who's got arrows. And she... Does she shoot one at Crystal? I think she does. Yeah, she misses. misses, yeah. And Crystal takes an arrow and just guts her with it. <laughs> uh, and I think she was like the last one yeah. that yeah. to survive. Well, no, the, the, the Special Forces guy survives. The Special Forces guy, yeah, who who Crystal beats beats up as well. Uh, but, the, but it was funny, like this thing with this woman who is uh, gutted, and then Don comes in, and he's like, she's like, oh, Crystal's like, well, thanks for the help. And and she asks, oh, yeah, this this is funny, too. Crystal asks, before she kills this woman, Crystal asks, she's like, Don, do you have any questions for this woman before I kill her since you were so upset that I didn't give the other person, I think it was the embassy guy, yeah. uh, time to, 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 to ask some questions or whatever. And so I don't know if he did, if he asked a question. I think he does. I don't remember what it um, was. Yeah. And so she's like, okay. So she finishes. So Crystal's about to kill her. And then Don is like, no, you can't kill her. You can't just shoot a woman. <laughs> and then Crystal asked the the woman that's bleeding out. She was like, "Ma'am, uh, basically, how would you feel? Like, are you okay with? Or would you not want to be shot because you being a female?" Right. And she was like, "Of course not. Of course not. She's just feminist." And so as soon as she says that, Crystal just, <laughs> just shoots her right in the face. Just with that, just no, just remorseless. Yeah, yeah. Crystal's good. a stone cold badass in this. She man. is a bad motherfucker in this movie. And then on like the CB radio, you hear the voice of you come to learn it's Hillary Swank and she's saying, Don, it's over. She knows everything. Basically trying to make it look like Don is one of the elites. Now it's one of the elites. And 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 then ultimately Don's like, I'm not. And then Crystal is like, mm, maybe you are. And then Hillary Swank is like, he is. And then Don raises his gun and then Crystal kills Don. So this is like the the big mystery of the movie is is Don actually an elite or is he a deplorable? Because you could go either way, right? Because they said they got twelve people to hunt, but you could count the pig, and that would be thirteen, which means you could take Don out and have twelve. Then later, this I, I, I never I, thought about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because Don runs away in the beginning, and you don't see him until the embassy. So it's like he very well could have been one of the hunters, one of the elite people. But why would he just sit back and let her kill all of his friends? I, I think, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's, that's a good question, but maybe that's just like part of 
the game. Like he doesn't care. Like he's just trying to play the long con, I guess. I don't know. Cause they, none of them seem to give a shit about each other. They don't like they're, yeah, they're, they're all really dying don't. and nobody's ever like, Oh no, they killed you know the old people at the gas station. Like they don't care. So one thing I want to check, I'm actually going to look right now. I I'm on the fence where I think Don was a deplorable. I don't think he was a part of them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It certainly could go either way. See, the only thing, and I'm, we're going to watch it together, because uh, there's a scene where... Because he was with... So he's with Crystal when mm-hmm. they're formulating whatever plan that they have when they attack the bunker. Yes. So they're, and, they, and they both have weapons. And I guess he could so have he killed he her at any time, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, which is true, but one thing we're going to check right now here. Let me uh, share load my up screen. Because um, there's a scene where... So after this, after the bunker, everybody's dead. Crystal's the only person left. Um, she goes... And I will say, another thing about Crystal, too, is that, like I said, she doesn't say a whole lot in the in the film and earlier when you when we see the other deplorables like a lot of them are saying things to kind of allude to their kind of uh uh right wing or not even right wing but just like you know racist bigoted yeah views you know the one guy talking about crisis actors and you know uh snowflake this and you know all this kind of thing you would you we heard a lot of that from the guys that died earlier but with Crystal, she's almost she's like a blank slate. You know, she's not saying anything that would lead you to believe that she's racist or anything. But at the same time, she's not saying much of anything. Right. So you don't know. But you just assume that, hey, well, she's there for a reason. But I guess maybe she's just better yeah. than the rest. Right. So can you see the screen? I can, yeah. Okay, so there's a scene. So after this, nobody's left. It's literally just down to Hillary Swank and Crystal. And Crystal is going to go find Hillary Swank at the, and at, Crystal, at the manor. Crystal, she she finds out Swank's location from the consultant. Right. Uh, she beat him up, and then she basically, you know, torches him a little bit to get the location. And uh, he gives it up. And then she asks, like, you know, where'd you serve? And he's like, oh, I was in the... Uh, uh, what was it? The uh, National Guard. National Guard. And he was like, what about you? He's like, oh, and this is what we learned that she was in uh, Afghanistan. Right. Crystal was. And, and, so which and, explains and, her, her badassness. Yeah. And, and she's for special forces, like for sure. Because regular sure, yeah. military, they don't train like this. Um, exactly. So she's in the house where Hillary Swank is. And she's walking through. And then you, we see a bunch of pictures on the wall. And the pictures are all of the people who are being hunted. So I, I didn't bother to go back yesterday. But I want to yeah, check now yeah. if there's no picture of Don, he's an elite. Yeah, I remember I was looking at this actually when I watched it the third time. Yeah, so let's see if there's so we got there's a crazy guy, Florida guy. There's a Florida the girl guy, that crazy got guy, impaled, impaled girl. She's got a shirt that says "Gun Slut." Gun Slut, yeah. <laughs> um, there's the girl who dies from the donuts. The Tiki Torch guy, which I don't know who. The oh, that's Tiki- Ike Barinholtz. That's Ike Barinholtz. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so he's a proud, he's a proud boy. Proud boy. Uh, there's a girl who dies. The first one to first. die. And then the next three, we've got the podcast guy who ends up getting knife in the head. We got Crystal, and we've got the handsome guy. No, don't. I think there's yeah. two more. There's two more. Or is that it? Oh, that was it. So Don is an elite. Boom. That, no. What are you talking that, about? They, this is a picture of just, all of them. But they just didn't have wall space to include them. Wall, what the? F- oh wait. Okay, so so here. Okay, so there are two more pictures. So this is what I wanted to see. That's him right there. Is it? 
It's gotta be. Uh, fuck. See, they did this intentionally too. It's fucked up. Uh, they don't want. They don't want you to know. So they show nine. Oh, so there'd be three pictures missing. Ten, eleven, and 12. then she's twelve. She uh, crystal's twelve. No, they the crystal's here. Oh, that's right. This yeah, is she is. There. So they have nine, ten, eleven pictures here. So I guess twelve would be the pig. And then maybe this one's Don. But then yeah, that's got to be him. It looks like a big dude. It does look like it looks like a belly here, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah who's the one to the uh, to the left? The left, the bottom left corner. I don't know who that is. Would have to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it again at some point and see. But so anyway, so that's the big mystery of the movie: is if Don is really who 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 he is, what his intentions are. So that's that's I, the big question. I don't know. That was never a big question for me. It's but a question. It's a question for sure. It's a question for sure. Uh, and yeah, that wall is. Yeah, because honestly, the, I didn't like I said I didn't notice because they kind of it's a quick scene. Yeah. And I didn't really pay too much attention until the third time I watched it. I'm like, oh yeah, they got the photos up there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I wanted to go back. I didn't. I didn't do it yesterday because I wanted to do it here. But I guess it really didn't clear anything up. Because, <laughs> but I, I think that's intentional because they they don't want you to know for sure to know yeah who was lying in the bunker if it was Don or Hillary Swank. That's a, that's a, that's some you know you being a fan of a uh, Batman exactly you know, that's some good exactly some good detective work yeah, exactly. Man. Um, so now we're at the uh, penultimate moment. The confrontation. Between We're at the confrontation. They're going to have the, the boss battle. Miranda, Hillary Swing's character. Her name is Miranda. Miranda. So, so now it's Miranda, Miranda and Crystal. V. Crystal. Yeah. And they start fighting. I mean, you know, there's a little bit of talk prior. You know, why this, why that? And ultimately, Crystal is there because she called Hillary Swank a bitch. <laughs> and that's the only reason. Except she didn't. Right. So what we come to find out is. It, yeah. So, so basically, so Hillary, Miranda. Again, just being such a fucking narcissistic know-it-all. She thinks that she has Crystal all figured out and basically runs through her entire history. Her abusive, you know, uh, drug addict father. And just kind of goes through all the hits and misses of Crystal's career. And and then, yeah, to get to the, the that post where she calls Miranda a bitch for, you know, for Mannergate. That's what they call it, the, them hunting these people. And it's this long soliloquy that Miranda gives, and Crystal's standing there listening to it all. And and as she's telling the story, she's like Miranda's preparing like a grilled cheese sandwich or whatever. And at the end of it, Crystal's like, you know, I didn't want to interrupt your your grilled cheese uh, speech there, but she but she says, "Lady, you don't you don't fucked up, you don't fucked up good." And you come to find out that yes. Miranda kidnapped the crystal, but kidnapped the wrong crystal. And Chris, our crystal knows the crystal that. Oh, shit. Hey, can we, the guys here, can we postpone? I have probably like 20 minutes. Can we come right back? Uh, Sure, sure. Thank Are you going to just man. do it later? Yeah, yeah. If you want to go to the gym and then. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I'm home all day, so just hit me up whenever. Cool. I'll hit you up when I'm back. All right. Thanks, brother. All right. Good luck, bro. All right, thank you, man. You too. Peace. All right. Peace. The bomb cast. Yo, yo, what up? Hey, check, Part two in the house. Check it out, son. <laughs> I got my big gold. I got my big gold, son. Okay. <laughs> ah, so good. So, so this one I put. Uh, I've had a couple of white claws, so bear with me. 
Sure. I put, uh, again, Diet Coke, cherry flavor, hit the button. Yeah. And the Mandarin soda you were talking about, the, uh, what's it called? The, oh, the uh, Haritos? Haritos, yes. Oh, shit. Uh, it's, del- wow. it's delicious, man. It's delicious. Wow, man. Look at you. Just look like a rock star. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I had to show that to you. Because I was I, when I came back from the gym, as I do, I yeah. went to Seven Eleven, and I got myself my big gulp, and yeah, I did what I do, man. <laughs> well, congratulations, brother! I appreciate that, and I, got, I appreciate the sharing. And I got my watermelon, white claw. Damn, just living the motherfucking life. Honestly. I guess I am, man. You know. Yeah. I yeah. I do what I do. I I mean that's 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 the dream. I enjoy the little pleasures in life, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, man. Well good, man. We we took a little break. Uh I had to go deal with the AC. So how did that guys. go? How did that go? Is are you It's are, all fixed. Okay, good. Upstairs is finally below eighty five degrees, which is great. Uh, I was gonna ask, um, like you 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 vetted the fix so it's working it's working it's been working okay since you know we stopped earlier and uh yeah uh you know 210 dollars later i have a, <laughs> a, a hospitable house again nice yeah so that's good and then uh you need that ac though like that's i know i know it's expensive but you where you live you need yeah, man. you need a a functioning air conditioning unit you just need that. yeah Honestly, I, I care less about it when it's just me. Like when Grayson's not here, like usually I'll shut it off anyway and I'll just turn it up just to keep, I'll turn it on. Like I try to keep it below 82 or something up here. You yeah. know, I don't like it that hot, but I just, I don't want like my computer equipment to overheat and exactly. You know, yeah. The heat isn't good for guitars and shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Well, it's, good. I'm uh, happy. I'm happy for you. Thank you, man. Thank you. I had a good workout. Um, yeah, me too, actually. I had a pretty good workout. Yeah. yeah. What would you work today? Uh so so I'll tell you. So every day I go to the gym and I and I've started to switch it up, but but generally the first thing I do, I do 10 minutes on the stairmaster. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't do it at the at the start of my workout, yeah. I'm not gonna do it at all. Sure. And I and I only do 10 minutes, like I said, and if I I put my podcast on. I'm listening to that, and I'm fresh. So the time goes by like lickety split. Right. Once I'm done with that, I do 35 minutes on the treadmill, and then after that, I go into my weightlifting. So today I did my back uh, rows. Uh, the the gimmicks here, where you like, I use a machine uh-huh. for this, where you. Machines are great. Yeah, and I I do the back rows. I did uh, three, six, six sets of different weights of that. And then I did dips. And that was it. And I was gone, you know? Nice. Yeah. It's a good workout. It was, yeah. I felt good leaving. And that's always the thing where it's like I I, I actually wanted to do pull-ups today. Uh, but... Dude, the pull-up machine, or not not the machine, because I don't use the pull-up machine, but like the pull-up and where it's located. Yeah. Uh, because it's always like what is that called? Like that 
the oh like that 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 uh, station where it's like yeah. the bar and then they have like the, the pulley machines the pulley right, right, yeah right. that thing is always like yeah. the fucking VIP area of the gym yeah and I'm on the treadmill or not yeah and I'm like okay I'm almost done I'm almost done nobody's there nobody's there soon as I'm done. All of a sudden, there's like five people flooded at yeah. this thing trying to work out. All the- I'm like, fuck. So I, I ended up doing, you know, what I did. But uh, yeah, I really that's the one thing I don't like about going to gyms. It's like that station is always usually the busiest. Yeah. The pulley station, I guess is what I'll yeah. call it. Yeah. You know what you can do as an alternative? I mean, obviously, like lat pull downs, sure. But um, pike push ups, where you. Uh, you go in like like a downward dog, so your palms are down. Yeah. The top of your head is is pointed to the ground. Your butt's in the air, and then your feet are down. So you're making a triangle. And the more extreme the angle is, the harder it is. But um, then you just do push-ups like that. But you want the top of your head going towards the floor. Okay. Never heard of that. I'll sh- yeah, yeah, they're great. That's how like when I train people to do pull-ups. Uh, I never start with pull-ups. Like I start with regular push-ups, and once they can do that, then we move to pike push-ups, and then dead hangs, and then those scapula pulls. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, and then I have them jump up, hold as long as they can, and then try to lower themselves down. Like, that's don't worry my about shit. The pulling. That's that's yeah. what I was gonna do today. Because you you told yeah. you told me about that uh that tip, uh several weeks ago about it's fucking amazing, brother. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Like and. And I can see the difference already. And, hell, oh yeah, and like my back and everything. I'm like, holy shit! Like that shit. And is- you'll feel it too. Like yeah, you feel, like, your back starts feeling like a bag of ropes. It's yeah, dope. I love it. I yeah. love it. That's like one of the best exercise tips that you've given me. That oh, and, thanks, and the uh, the the oh, upward the, the underhanded the underhanded yeah. curls. Because yeah, I started doing that. Like that's part of my regular rotation now as well. I did that a couple of days ago. Brilliant. Like you're good at what you do, man. Oh, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. You're good at what you do, and I really appreciate the advice that you give me. My um, pleasure, man. What was I gonna say? I had something I was gonna say about some exercise. Oh, the the yeah, those pu- push-ups you were telling me about. The yeah, yeah. See, now you may judge me, and judge if you, <laughs> you will. You don't do push-ups. You don't do push-ups. Uh, I mean, I mean, I did when I couldn't go to the gym. Right. Uh, I was doing push ups. No, I got no problem with push ups. But I'm that guy that <laughs> I just won't do any kind of workout that's going to put my body in an awkward or or, or weird <laughs> position. I don't. You're afraid going to try to come up and fuck you? I don't want my ass up in the air. Uh, like, because as soon as you, when you were describing that to me, I'm like, uh, no, that ain't happening to me. I'm not doing that. And it has nothing to do with, oh, I think somebody's going to try to fuck me in the air. Like, no, none of that. I just. You just, you just don't like being that that type of vulnerable, isn't it? You're not into it. I don't like being that type of guy in the gym that is doing a workout that I'm sure. I mean, oh, oh, I understand what if you're saying. Telling, if you're telling me how great it is, and I'm sure it you is. You can't do it on the floor. You got to, like, go to, like, the, you know, if they have, like, the yoga room or yes, the, yes. the dance room. Like, you don't go there to do all that shit. Yeah, yeah. but. but we have that room, and that's where I do my ab roller. That's where I do okay. the upward curls for the chest. I do that there, I, and other ex- okay. other exercises. But that place is always uh, busy, and yeah. there's people there. Yeah, I don't like doing awkward looking 
exercises in front of people because I got you. I just now now not that that's a me thing because I am very self-conscious about I mean one just me uh, and then doing exercises that are you know uh, against the norm in terms of like the body position I'm like no no I'm not doing that and I see people doing shit like that all the time and I look at them that's strong and I just I, I just marvel I'm like I don't even think about that. I'm just like, man, I wish I had the self-confidence mm. to not think so hard about how I look I got when you. I'm working I got out. You. And yeah. that's something I got to work on. But like my, yeah, I, I have self-confidence issues. Yeah, I understand. Uh, I understand. But I'm sure it's a great exercise. And if ever I'm usually on a Sunday, because Sunday at my, at my gym is usually a, a ghost town. Uh-huh. Maybe that's the day that I'll try it. You know, that exercise. Because I, because like you, you describing that to me, I'm like, yeah, I'd like to try that shit out. But I'm like, no, there's no way I can do that. On, I mean, you got, a, you, got a, you got a house, you got room on the floor. You can I try do. It yeah, I could try it. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I could you try it. You always do like when you get back or before you go, you can knock those out there and then do like your normal shit at the gym. Yeah. But the thing about that is that once I come home from the gym and I've got my big gold dog, <laughs> it's like, it's I'll, over, man. It's over. The son. workout is over, son. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, I get that. Uh, and partly too, like, I, I do. I mean, I do sometimes I'll do very crazy movement shit for my workouts, but it's like I'm, I'm almost always working out by myself um, in my house. So it's like it's not that big of a deal. But yeah. also, I guess but I, I post that shit online, too. So I, 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 I don't care, but I also don't really do it around like physically around other people. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I get it. It's a weird position to be in and it's a not it's an uncommon exercise. So you don't want to like look goofy at the gym because there are those people i know like when i used to go to the gym who would just be doing like ineffective goofy exercises and everybody's just looking at them like oh jesus yeah fucking douchebag yeah i get it i totally get it yeah and that's yeah and that's exactly so yeah you do get it and that's that's where i'm at and but again like any exercise you 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 recommend to me i know it's legit it's just you know, I go to the gym. It's like, oh, I recognize some of these people. They're always here too. It's like, I yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't want my ass up in the air and yeah. <laughs> doing this kind of thing. But like, yes, you're right. I'll do that at home. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. no, I'll, no, I definitely will because I'm always on the lookout for new things that I can do to uh, shock the system or shock my body for like a new exercise. Judo push-ups too. Those are my favorite. Um, what's, like, the, what's, really, what's, really... what's a judo push-up? So you basically you start in that same position, that downward dog. Oh, but instead fuck, of just going, fuck. yeah, it's hard. It, these are these are hard. I'll send you a video of me doing this too. Okay. Um, but like you 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 kind of dive under and then come up. Okay. And then you and then you reverse it and come back. Oh. So like a Hindu push up, you would dive down and then just come up like from it, yeah, from there. But this way you reverse the motion. So you control so it you, all the way down and then control right. it all the way back up. Right. Like you know that scene. In that movie Entrapment with Catherine Zeta-Jones, yes. where she goes under the wire, the laser, of course. with her butt in the air. Everybody knows that scene. Yes, I know. That, that's that's how I describe this movement. When I'm teaching people how to do it, that's what I tell them to picture in their yeah. head. Catherine Zeta-Jones going under the shit, but it's it's like that. Um, but it's like, dude, you'll feel it all through your chest, all through your shoulders. Through your, it's 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 really okay. amazing. Yeah. Okay, all right, well, cool. Yeah. Um, what did I? Do? I actually did back today too. What you, now? Did, what do you what do you do for your back? So, so today I did back traps and biceps and I did core at the end too. I'm trying to do core every day now. Um, but normally 
I'm reading what I did. Uh, so I was gonna do weighted. Normally I do weighted chin ups on Fridays, but like I can't because my arm. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't do any any pull ups. How's that feeling, by the way? Since I mean, I hate, hate to interrupt you, but like, <laughs> not good. It's still not getting any better. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely need to see somebody, but like, I'm uh, trying to put money toward like upcoming legal stuff, so I just can't. So I just yeah. gotta wait. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, man. Thank you, man. Like, if, ultimately, I mean, it hurts when I do. Like, if I close my arm. Like any more than this, it'll hurt. But like, you gotta try. You gotta try that compression. Uh, I did. I did. It, it's, still, it's not. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's okay. something. Yeah. Um, I'm worried about you, man. Shit. Thank you, man. Because you've it. had. Because you've had that for like you said months now. You know. It's been, well, technically, it's been years. Like building up to it. I think it just finally, um, like it just, you know, it, it's it like a culmination of it. A culmination of yeah. 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 So you know, it would have happened. Like yes, I was ego lifting, but like it was coming. Like it would have happened. At gotcha, some point, gotcha. um, so I, I do need to get a checkout. I will eventually, but like now, I'm just you know I'm taking it easy. I'm doing other stuff. So I did uh, face pulls. I did five sets of fifteen. Uh, I did curls, just really lightweight. What's a face and, like, pull? A face pull is like oh, you'd like these too. You can actually use like the cable machine. Um, so it, you put the cable slightly higher than your shoulders. Okay, and then you. Literally pull the weight to your face. Oh, I've seen people do that and push back. Okay, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I've seen people yeah, it's do amazing. that. Amazing. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I did five sets of fifteen, and then I did curls. Uh, I I normally do five sets of ten with heavy weight, but I just went like really lightweight, and I did two sets of twenty five, and then I did bent over rows, five sets of ten. And then I did like uh, I put a band on my pull up bar, and I did underhand pull downs. Okay. Um, five sets of fifteen. And then I did bent over flies or reverse flies, I guess. Five sets of 12. And then I did four sets of 25 shrugs. Four sets and of then, 25? Yeah. Because I do shrugs. That's like part of my regular thing. Like when I do my chest, I do, I'll bench uh, with free weights. And then I do shrugs. And then that's when I, and then I do the. Uh, the underhand. The underhand. Bench press. But I don't do four sets of 25. Holy shit. Now you're thinking that maybe I'm like a bitch or something. It kind of sounds like it. Yeah. Because I, I, I do uh, 75 pounds and I do three sets of 15. 75 in each hand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, just, I do, you know, the... No, that's good. I mean, I, I only... I can only... My weights only go up to 50, so... Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, I'm not the bitch. You're the bitch. No. I... <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Just joking. Just joking. <laughs> No, okay. Yeah, that evens out. It's no, it does. Yeah, yeah. Because like uh, when the before you know uh, the gyms opened up, like I said, like at, at home when I was working out, I only had uh, I, I had I've got two twenty pounds and one uh, thirty. Yeah. So I basically like whatever I would use a twenty for like my arms or whatever, and I just basically just supersetted everything, just right. added a whole bunch more uh, reps to the sets that I'm doing. So I I totally get you. Yeah. Um, and then I did the core stuff I did. So I did, I supersetted like medicine ball slams and then hanging knee raises holding the medicine ball. So I do 25 slams and then 25 knee raises. And I did that four times. Wow. Yeah. And then I did skip knees on the heavy bag. So it's like you kind of hold the heavy bag and you just alternate left and right knees, like kind of like in a skipping motion. And I did four sets of a hundred. 
Damn, dude, I gotta come. I gotta come to your house and work out with you. Yeah, man. I, I've been saying this for years. For it's crazy. Years. We've been friends, whatever, seventeen years. We've never worked out. I together. know. I know. It's so weird. Because I would love to work out with the heavy bag. Hell yeah! Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, You'd love it. You would love it. I mean, they have a heavy bag in my goals, but I mean, I, again, um, that guy that is very self-conscious, and I don't want to, on my own, be out there. Yeah trying to do shit that i have no idea what the fuck i'm doing yeah because i don't and, and, i i, I and, legit and you, you do can, not know how it's you can hurt yourself on heavy bag too yeah like I, I i had a student <laughs> who was a bodybuilder i love him to death he's, you know he's at one of my most senior students with me for a very long time fucking big strong just really aggressive dude and uh, i would let him use my spot when i wasn't there and uh, like a couple of the guys i'm like yeah you guys are fine here's your key just yeah. come and do your thing and I remember he, I was training with like some knife fighter people and he, I get this call and he's like, Hey, it's, I'm not going to say his name. He's yeah. like, hey, it's me. <laughs> and I was like, what's up, brother? What's going on? He's like, I told him before, like when he, when I was teaching him before that, like how to really work a heavy bag, I was like, you know, don't do it like this. You'll tear your bicep. Blah, blah, blah. And he calls me. <laughs> he's like, Hey man, uh, you were right. Oh no. I'm on my way to the hospital. Oh. I tore my bicep. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so it's easy to do, especially like if you work out a lot and those muscles are really developed, like it's easier to tear too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And again, like I the one thing about me, yes, I've got issues with myself about doing things that I will feel weird doing. But I'm also that same guy where it's like, look, if I don't know how to properly lift this exercise yeah. or do this thing on a heavy bag or anything, I won't do it. Yeah, because I understand the risk involved, like of trying to do something or seeing somebody else doing it, thinking, "Oh, I could do that," and yeah, then getting injured. Watching them getting fucked up, yeah. Because I've been injured that way uh, my younger days by doing that. So I've just learned. It's like, yeah, if I don't know, or if I haven't researched like the proper ways to do anything, I'm just not gonna do it. I'll find out. I'll talk to you. I'll yeah. look at some shit on YouTube and be like, "Hey, how Absolutely. do you do this?" Hell yeah, because it, I mean, it ain't yeah, worth it. You Fuck no! It's, I, I think about that video you showed me of you doing that moonsault. Oh yeah, I, you remember that? I think about, of course, I think about that a lot actually, because um, I'd never seen you move like that. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? This motherfucker's backflipping off the of fucking top of the turnbuckle. Like this is crazy. Yeah, that was definitely one of those moments where it was like, you know, when you watch wrestling, at least WWE, it's like, do not try this at home. Yeah. But I was like, fuck that, son. <laughs> But someone taught you how to do it, like professionals who know what the fuck they're doing, right? Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were like, no, no, this is how you don't die when yeah. you do this thing. Doctor Tom Pritchard, uh, who is a former wrestler, um, he saw me because, because yeah, and it's one of those things where the first time I tried one, it was on a lunch break at MoCap, and uh, everybody's having their their lunch or whatever, and I'm like, you know, I'm in the ring, I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna these guys have been. Flipping around, making making it look all easy and shit. I think I can do that. So I put wow. some crash pads together. I got up on the top rope, and I tried it, and landed square on the top of my fucking head. Right. <laughs> Sounds right. And Doctor Tom saw me, and he was and he came over. He was like, "Hey, uh, so <laughs> I can I can see a couple things you're doing wrong here." And he yeah he gave me some tips and advice, and then some of the other guys from the shoe, the wrestlers, they came around like, yeah, you got to, it's like the whole thing. I'm sure you know this, like the body 
follows the head. Right. So if you're doing a backflip, you need to get your head positioned in a certain way where the, the rest of the body will follow. And I wasn't doing that. And yeah, they kind of coached me up. And before you know it, I was like, oh, shit, this is easy. Yeah. So I was able to do it from the top rope and then I can do it from a standing position. Uh, it's always just about the head. Like you got to get your head over, you know, uh, yeah. otherwise you're just going to come. Yeah. Which again has happened. I think my <laughs> neck issues, I know I, cause I have neck issues. Uh, and I, and I can pinpoint exactly where it happened. It wasn't the moonsault. It was, it was when I was at 2k and we were at a mocap shoot and you know, we were doing some shit for the showcase mode, the career mode. And I, we were doing like RBD stuff. So RBD has this move where you walk over to the corner, you put your hands on the top rope, and he mm -hmm. would springboard with his legs, like kind of shoot himself up, put his legs on the top rope, and use the buoyancy from the ropes to do a backflip right? to then crash on his opponent, like a, a, a split-legged moonsault is what it's called. So I tried it. <laughs> and... I had my well. I had my friend I had my friend Mike Mike Taylor who's like you love Mike. There's got to be a way where the three of us can get together. But Mike is like my dude. I fucking love him. I he's he's like the the he was he was my mocap general. But he saw me trying it, and so he was there, and so he was basically like, "Look, I'll I'll base you. Go up. I'll and he because he was like underneath me, so I would go up, and he'd be behind me, and he would flip me." And so I did it a couple of times with it, with his assistance. Right. And then I tried it on my own. <laughs> I fucking yeah. crashed and burned. And yeah. my coworker from Ukes, Yamamori song was there and he actually filmed it. And I have the video and it's, Oh, that's the one I want to see. Fuck the one where you do it. Well, it's devastating. Like yeah. I, I thought it didn't hurt at the moment of impact. And I was on a crash pad, but I totally, like, I just knew. I'm like, yeah, I'm, this is not good. I need to stop doing this shit because I it really, it fucked me up. That stuff is so scary, man. Yeah, it really did. Like, it fucked me up. And, like, everybody was like, oh, shit, are you okay? You okay? And, of course, you know, I get up like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine because yeah. there's adrenaline going and everything like that. But my neck has never been the same since, yeah. since that. And I did that on a crash pad. And it still jammed me up. Hell yeah. And that was the last yeah. time I did anything. <laughs> he just did. I mean, our, our bodies are fragile, man. Like, yeah. we can do a lot of shit, but, like, it doesn't take much to fuck it up. It doesn't. It doesn't. And even the things that you do to fuck up your body that, okay, yeah, it hurts, but I can still go on. Right. That shit is like, your body is just a, a lingering receipt waiting to yeah. have, like, all those bumps, all those yeah. uh, bruises and all those things, it... It comes it to comes a back. point. It comes back. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, no. It, it, yeah, it doesn't go away. I, I, I say that so much, like, especially when I'm talking about, like, people that deadlift and then people who do CrossFit. Because, um, like, with the deadlifting, it's just so fucked up for your body. Yeah. Like, you're putting all of that, like, unless you do, like, lightweight. Lightweight, you're, you're fine. It doesn't matter. Like, as soon as you pass that 100-pound mark, you're... I, I, I'll watch videos of the best deadlift forms I've ever seen. It's the best form I've ever seen anybody do it, and you can still watch. You can see it. Oh, there's a moment when it's all in their lower spine. Yeah. 
Like when yeah. all of that weight for that for a moment rests in your fucking lower spine and you're just compressing those vertebrae. And yes, you can get away with it for years. And I always ask people, have you ever seen an a, a old power lifter who was in good shape? Like physical health, yeah. Like who, who didn't have to wear a fucking brace, and their knees were fused together, and they couldn't move their shoulders. Like, have you ever seen a power lifter who, at an older age, like over fifty, wasn't completely fucked up? Yeah. No, you don't. You, I'm sure. I'm sure they're at your gym. Like, they, no, I was, gonna, like, I was just going to say, knees don't bend, and they fucking waddle and shit. I see. I see them at the gym. These old, these older guys all the time, and and you're spot on with that. And I see guys that are younger younger than me that are up there doing this powerlifting thing. And, and I, and I usually when I'm on the treadmill and I see them and I just wince, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, fuck like that is doing so yeah. much damage. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. going to be that it's like, it's one of those things like, you know, uh, it's credit. Yeah. But then the bill comes due. Yeah. And then your body is like no and it, and it yeah. racks it i see people doing that shit i'm like fuck that and when, and when you're a kid it's like of course you think it's worth it like even if somebody explains to you later on this is gonna fuck you up you're like ah it's fine because i want the glory now you're only saying that because you have no concept of what it means to get older when when you, right right <laughs> yeah. when you're 50 60 70 80 like the last half of your life, 40 years, maybe 50 years, maybe 60 years. Like it can set on early. It can. Where, where you're just like every morning you're in pain. You can't, if you have kids, you can't run down a hill with your kids. Like it, uh, CrossFit too, CrossFit is genuinely terrible. Like I've had so many clients from CrossFit. They all have the exact same injuries, all from the exact same shit. And I always point it out to them and they're like, oh, I didn't think about it. I'm like, you didn't fucking think about it when you were watching like these people doing these. If you're already like a high level athlete, you can benefit from CrossFit. Like, yeah. The the foundation's there. Your muscles are there. You know how to do form. But like CrossFit, they don't teach that shit. They just have. Oh. I, had a, I had a client. She couldn't do a regular push up. She couldn't. She wasn't strong enough to do a push up. Not one. And they had her in a handstand against a wall trying to do handstand push-ups. Okay. But obviously she's not strong enough. So she's like bending her knees and trying to like throw her body up. And so her knees are slamming together. Her shoulders are fucking. And so she's got shoulder, knee and elbow issues. And then again, having them doing deadlifts. And she's like, why does my lower back hurt? I'm like, cause you're, you're 120 pounds and they're trying to make you deadlift 150 pounds. Do you yeah. understand the fucking problem here? Oh, geez. Oh, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I, oh, God damn. That's, it's it's one of those things where you work out enough, you just have to listen to your body. Yeah. When your body is telling you a certain thing, stop. Yeah. I was at the gym. So for me, I love, like, my favorite exercise is uh, bicep curls. Mm -hmm. And I use a preacher curl. The preacher, you know, the preacher, preacher curls. I couldn't tell. Your biceps are so small and puny. I couldn't <laughs> <Yeah>. tell. <laughs> and so uh, I did them on Wednesday. And I'm going to chalk it up to maybe I didn't stretch enough or get mm -hmm. warmed up enough because I, I did. I usually would do my cardio before I do that. But I was like, right. the machine was was available and sometimes it's not. So I'm like, I'm just going to do this now. So I thought I warmed up enough. Mm. I got on that machine and it, it was on my. So I, I do. I do three, six sets. I do three sets of lightweight where i just put 25 on each side and i do three sets of 12 and then i'll put 
10 pounds on. So 25, 35. And I'll do, you know, I three sets of eight. Right. When I got to to the, the eight setters, on my second one, as I was curling it, I felt something sharp, mm. like ping in my, my left forearm. And I lowered it. And I thought about it because I was like, I've never felt that before. Yeah. I think I'm good. I think Smart, I'm good. Man. Good for you, man. I, wow. I don't want to because I've seen a lot of horror stories about people, you know, lifting weights and like doing things. And I'm like, I'm like, no, listen to your body because they, they felt it in a way where I'm like, I've never felt that before. And right. I don't know if it's just because I'm cold or I just I didn't do enough to warm my, my body up, even though I thought I did. Yeah, I was just like, no, I'm 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 good. I'm good. God, you, I'm man. good. So wow. I stopped. I ended my set early, went and did my cardio, and I just kept it moving. You yeah. know, uh, that's 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 high level, uh, movement. Like I mean, that's high level the way you're moving through your workout. Like yeah, yeah. that's what you should do for yeah. sure. Yeah, and it's one yeah. of those things. I mean, I'm 42 years old. It's like I've been I've been lifting weights since I was in high school. Right. Uh, you got to listen to your body and when your body or you feel a certain thing, it's like, you know what? No, because a similar thing happened a couple of weeks ago when I was, uh, benching mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I've always had shoulder issues and I was, you know, I was benching and I just felt something in my right shoulder, which has always been my problem shoulder. Mm-hmm. I went down and I started going up and I just felt like, a. I'm not gonna say a pop, but I, it was a thing yeah. that I don't normally feel. And I was like, you know what? I've been here before. No. Yeah. And I just set the weights down. It's I'm not like, worth it. That's it's it. It's not worth it. I'll I'll let this thing relax. And and I'm pretty sure it just had to do with my form. I think my form on that one probably was like sure. Off. And, and like you know, some days you wake up and your body's just not as strong as the day before or the next day. It just, yeah, true that's that just too. Part yeah, of, you know, it's yeah. how good. I, I say it like you know, it's a cumulative effort. Like it's it's a little bit every day for a long time. That's how you. It doesn't matter. Like when people are like I'm gonna fucking kill this workout today. It's like okay. And then you're injured, and now you can't work out for a month. Yeah. So what? Now all that work is literally for nothing. Because I've been and there, and I'm sure you up. have too. Of course. Yeah. When you're young, you're like, and like the worst thing is to get an injury like that where you can't do the exercise or that you love doing or the thing mm-hmm. or just exercise. Period. Where you're like, fuck. And I and I I've, I've been there. I never want that again. I'm like, no. Yeah. Listen to my if, body. If, no. Yeah. Because I mean, that's that's why. Like, I always tell people, like, don't go to failure like that's the thing with like traditional weightlifting is like yeah push till failure push to failure don't fucking push to failure like because yeah. one you're putting that much more wear and tear on your body and and those last few reps your performance isn't as good as the first few so it's it's diminishing returns anyway yeah and then also like the, your longevity for the week you're going to be so sore the next day or for the next three days really that you're not going to be able to do those movements again at least not well so your overall volume is going to be lower everything is lower so just if you can if 10 is your max and you barely get 10 up do six that's it do yeah. six good ones yeah. and then the next day you you're you'll be fresh enough to do six again you'll you'll stay consistent like it yeah i yeah that's so true and i never like i mean shit man maybe when i was younger in college 
I would live to, to the, like you said, failure. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done that shit for years because I'm like, Good first of you, all, man. I'm a fucking video game designer. And, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not, like, this isn't my job. I do this. Right, I, I work right. out mostly just to alleviate stress and to clear my head. Like, I'm not here trying to <laughs> exhaust my body to the point where, yeah, the whole get to failure. Like, no, no. I know what I can yeah. lift. Yeah. If I lift, and, and I will test myself to a certain degree, but of course. But if I can't get it up, I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get it Next up. Time. Not, not my dick, but like the weight. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm just, I'll put it down. I'm like, all right. Maybe next time. Maybe next, maybe next time. time. I'm good. Or maybe a month from now, maybe a year from now. Like, it's not like, or maybe never. You only have, or, or maybe, maybe never. never. And you know what? Yeah. And you know what? It's like, okay, that's fine too. That's fine. It's not like you just have one work. No, this is your only workout. Yeah. You have to, if you don't do it now, you're never going to get a chance to do it again. Yeah. I don't, cause I don't even look at my weight as far as like, cause I know a lot of I people know. are like, oh, so how much did you bench or how much did you, like, I don't know. So I got one shit. of these and one of these. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, I, I do it for feel too. Like, and even though like some days I'll feel like, oh man, I'm curling 50 and it feels great. The next day or, you know, a month later, I'll try it. And I'm like, I can barely move this shit today. Yeah, so yeah. the weight's going lower. I don't care. Like, I do, it doesn't matter to me. Everything is like a, a bad night's sleep. And I, and I mentioned before that I usually like to uh, to work out on an empty stomach. Yeah. But it, if, if that coupled with a bad night's sleep, I can't lift shit. Yeah. And I can feel it. I know that I'm, I'm just yeah. not there that day. I'll still finish my workout, but I'll just know. It's like, you know what? I'm just, like you said, I'm just not in that. Today's a bad day. Yeah. But I'm here and I'm still doing my thing and I'll do what yeah. I can. But tomorrow's another day. And that's just what I, that's what I do. Yeah. I, man, that's so good. It's so healthy. It's, I mean, anybody listening, like, do that. Listen to what B's do, saying. Just do that. That's the way to do it. Yeah, check yeah. out the biceps, son. It doesn't look that good <laughs> in my camera. No, See, it does, man. The peak is high as fuck. The peak, yeah. I don't That's know. Good. I just wish I was more vascular. Like my veins, they only kind of pop out when, when I'm out. when I'm lifting or if it's hot outside. Right, right. Then right. it's like, oh, it's like you see the vascularity. But it was funny because Akane, my ex, you know, she hated seeing my veins. She's like, ugh, that looks gross. I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? Look at me, I'm swole. Like, it's just like, nah, I don't like that. At my most swole, like, I always had, like, some, like, my bicep, there was always, like, a, a, a tree here. I can't, I literally can't even flex right now. That's how fucked up this shit is. Oh, damn. Um, and then, like, in my forearms, there's a bit, too. But, like, because I'm eating a lot of carbs right now, I can barely see anything. Carbs are good. Hell yeah, they're good. They're delicious. Carbs are delicious. <laughs> So says the big gulp. As he's holding up his 32-ounce soda. Uh, um, this Is this 32-ounce, you think? It looks like it. It might maybe be. Not. It might. Or maybe 20-something. Yeah. Maybe so I think 24. maybe like a, a, a 22. Maybe. It should say there somewhere. Yeah, no. It, it just says large. <laughs> it definitely is large. It's a lot of soda. It's a mini. Uh, it's a mini gulp. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I almost like while I wasn't doing my workout, like I almost didn't do the ab stuff. I was just so fucking tired and it was, you know, just Africa hot in the garage. And I was like, I don't want to do this shit, man. <laughs> I don't want to do this shit. But I was like, you know what, man? Stop being a little bitch. Like you're too fat right now. You don't want to be fat. 
So what are you going to do? You're just going to not put in the work and just complain? It's like, no, fuck it. I'll do it. Brother, do you were you were not fat. You were not you fat. You know what I'm saying. Well, I, I, know, I, I, got a, I got a belly at jiggles. Like, I, I feel like I got tits right now. Like, I, I'm for, for, for <laughs> what I like to look like, what I like to feel like, it's not good. And I can just be upset about it or I can do some shit do something about, it. about it. Yeah, no. So, like, my, my, I started cutting today, like, weight cutting. Because one of the things, too, like, you know, since I started working out again regularly, again um my diet has been crap just you know it started before the pandemic but like the pandemic <laughs> really fucked yeah, it up for everybody uh, you know, I, you know ha- yeah how i how i reacted to it um but then when i started lifting again you know whatever a few months back because i had lost a bunch of muscle and i was like you know what i'll just lift super heavy all the time because i'm eating a lot so fuck it i'll just i'll, I'll bulk not because I want to bulk, but I'm not ready to not eat like an asshole right now. So fuck it. I'll, I'll just I'll lift heavy weight so that some of that is going to use. Yeah. No. And then and now I'm like, OK, I, I put a lot of the muscle, not all of it, but I put a lot of the muscle back on so I can start cutting now. And I don't feel like such a dick. There you go. There you go. I'm yeah. telling you, man. Yeah. Cardio. You got to do that fat burner exercise. I, I, I do cardio every day. I, I kick the bag every day. Like I, know, crazy I know. Cardio. That, that, that's, but for me, no, no joke for me, like. My some people diet. I mean, diet is the most important thing for everybody. But like some people, it's not as important for. And I'm just not one of those people. I'm like I'll naturally put on like a lot of body fat really quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Which I guess is good if I lived in like a fucking dystopian winter. But like <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, or like a cold, a super cold environment where it's like, hey, yeah, it's you're the, I'm Russian and Swedish, so it's like there, it's a cold people. There you go. So your body's yeah. trying to protect you. Yeah, it is. But I'm like, motherfucker, I live in L.A. And, like, <laughs> and I just, I just had to wait for the AC guy to come and fix some <laughs> much shit. Like, yeah, I've been hot, and I, I, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, so it's just, just my diet. It's that's all it is. Yeah. Uh, and when I, anybody listening, when I say diet, I don't mean like a diet. I just mean like how I eat. Yeah. That's when I say just anybody listening, don't do diets. Speaking of diet, like so, well, it's not a, really a diet, but just food. So my neighbor, Brock, who's not Brock Lesnar, by yeah. the way, just Brock, womp, womp. A, a hippie white, a hippie white guy, who's awesome, and his wife is beautiful as hell. Mm. Uh, they're in Mexico because Brock's wife Natalia, uh, her brother's getting married. So me and Brock, you know, we we rock it out all the time. We hang out like I'll be outside having a cigarette and drinking a beer. And he's out there with his drink and we talk. And we're just like the model of health, man. You work out every day. You have a big gulp (laughs) and a cigarette and a beer and a fucking white claw. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I got to give I got to kick the cigarettes. But so so he sent me a text on Monday and he was like, hey, Brian, you know, uh, Sorry to put this on you, but I'm in Mexico. Natalia's brother's getting married. Uh, could you please water mm-hmm. my plants? And he, so he's got, so in our apartment complex, he's got, uh, and he started doing this last year when the pandemic started. And it didn't really work out so well for him, but he redid it. He's got some tomato plants and Serrano chili pepper plants. And he was like, I need you to just, if you can, please just water them every day. I'm like, yeah, of course. This motherfucker. He's got these two tomato plants, and they are fucking just blooming. Wow. And he told me, he was like, hey, so please harvest them. Take, a, Like I said, he's a hippie guy. He's like, take the 
the tomatoes that are good, like use them, da da da, like the serrano oh, peppers. I'm like, yes, I think I will. Yeah. <laughs> I harvested at least 20 tomatoes. God damn. Off of his plants. And then their small ones, not cherry, yeah, yeah, yeah. but in between cherry and like a regular sized tomato. Right. And, and I've used them before, actually. I made a pasta sauce about three weeks ago. It's like a uh, Roma tomato or something. Yeah, like Romas. Yeah, they're like, like Romas. And so I've got all these tomatoes, serranos, and I'm like, shit. And, I, and, and hey, he's, I'm, a friend, I'm a good guy. He's a friend, so I'm watering, making sure I wake up, make sure his plants are all watered. So tonight, when we get done with this, um, I got some mozzarella. Oh, yeah. Some uh, uh, basil. I'm doing a caprese. Nice, brother. Nice. I'm making me some caprese with uh, Brother Brock's uh, tomatoes. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, wow, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, I don't know what I'll do for dinner. I haven't eaten a lot. I had like some almonds, and then after my workout, I put like pineapple. I cut up some pineapple, a banana, some coconut milk, and then some Greek yogurt, and I blended that up. It's like a pina colada. It's oh, so that sounds delicious. good. That sounds really so good. So good. So good. And I had that, and then I had like a couple like slices of... Uh, sliced ham and like a slice of cheese or something that was it i was like i need like an actual dinner though you're just, you're just like me like I, I do the same thing like if like uh i'll buy like uh like i'll go to i'll go to ralph's and i'll get deli meat and bread and other things but as soon as like man it's i don't want to make i don't want to make it i don't want to i don't want to make a sandwich i don't even want to heat it up i'm just gonna take it eat it out of the package and put the package back what i do i do the same thing i'll just take some uh some turkey oh i got some swiss too i'll just roll them some bitches up that's exactly what i did (laughs) that's exactly what i did i'll just snack it on that like ah this is good yeah and it's not it's like it tastes good but it's not fulfilling like there's nothing about it that feels like when you when you sit down you eat like when you made chicken the other night or when yeah. you make pasta and you're like, fuck this, it feels good to eat it. Eating just sliced deli meat and cheese, it tastes good, but there's nothing like, it's not pleasurable. <laughs> but but sometimes you get to the point, because yes, I mean, I cook often, yeah. but there are just some days I'm like, okay, I know I need to eat. Yeah. I don't feel like cooking. So it's one of those things like in my head, I'm like, okay, well, Brian, you haven't eaten anything of substance in a long time. Yeah. So I'm like, just fuck it. All right. Give me the deli meat, the cheese. Yeah. I'll just eat it just so I can feel like, okay, I've had something in exactly. my system. And like you say, yeah, it's not satisfying, but it's food. It's food. It's like I'm in a it's video food. game. I, I, yeah, it, I selected yeah, the inventory and I I ate. need to get my health bar up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like uh, when Grayson's home, I cook three meals a day from scratch. And then I got to clean all that shit up, too. That, the cleanup is also a thing. It's too. the worst. I'm like, fuck. So it's like when he's not home, I live like a just like a dirty bachelor. Like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to clean it. I don't want to touch anything. That's also why I got a barbecue grill because I was like, yeah, I'll just take a piece of meat and throw it on the fire and then eat that. Yeah. And like I, I'm a, I got some paper plates. So when he's not home, I don't even have to use real plates. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing sometimes. I'm like, yeah. I'll just I'll just cook a protein, whether it's uh, uh, you know, chicken, like chicken breast, chicken thigh, whatever. And I'm like, ah, I ain't got no sides. I'm gonna fuck a side. I'll just eat yeah. that. I'm like, ah, all right. Sometimes I don't even like use like a fork, and I'll just pick it up with my hands. No, and me just too. On it like a mental patient. Like, no, not a mental patient. 
like somebody that doesn't want to do more dishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that imparts yeah. a lot of what I do, too, where I'm like, fuck, I, I can make this or I can just make this and exactly. use my hands. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's nothing like it's the same thing. Like sometimes if I'll like I'll make eggs and like I don't use a bowl to mix up the eggs. Like I'll mix the egg in the pan and then sometimes I'll just eat out of the pan once I'm done. Too. <laughs> I do that same <laughs> thing. <laughs> It's like, well, it's just me. So, yeah. So, yeah, I don't I'll, need to stand on ceremony. I like, may, it's I'll, fine. I'll take the skillet and I'll just bring it into my bedroom. I'm just like, yeah. And just, yeah, just eat. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Who cares? It's, it's plate enough. It's a plate. It's it a is plate. a plate. Yeah. It's a plate. It's a surface. <laughs> I'm not using <laughs> my so hands. Funny, man. <laughs> exactly. But even if you do, so but even what? if, it's yeah. Okay. I mean, sometimes, yeah. I, sometimes I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like, it's, it's, not, it's definitely not fulfilling. Like, after this, I feel like, man, I want like something hot and, like sustenance, I want to feel like I I did something. Yeah, yeah, I get that way too, and that's usually when I I get my phone out and I, I post made it. I'm not doing it, man. Yeah, man. I'm not either. Uh, I haven't post made it since Saturday, last Saturday. Yeah, and the only reason I did it was because I had a deal. These motherfuckers at Postmates, know, they're clever. Man. They are so fucking clever. Like they, I know. They, like you want to save eight dollars? Like yeah. Dude, I got I, I, I got one. They were they were like fifty percent off your order, but you got to spend forty. Right. And I was like, well, I got twenty bucks. I just got paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and, and it just so happened that there was a restaurant that I've been wanting to try since I moved into Culver City, Johnny's Pastrami. I love pastrami sandwiches. Oh yeah. So I was like, all right, well, fuck it. Here's a perfect time to use this code to try Johnny Pastrami. So I. Had to, but you have to order forty dollars, right? Right. So I'm like, okay, uh, Johnny Pastrami, uh, big big one, uh, twenty bucks. Um, it's an expensive place. And then I was like, okay, sure. uh, chili cheese fries. Sure. That was another like fifteen. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I ordered whatever else to get it to forty. Got the discount. Boom. I'm like, score. Yeah. yeah. The brother delivers the food, nice guy. And I'm like, I'm so excited. It's in this like this uh box crate, almost like you go to In and Out, like put everything in there. I'm like, oh finally Johnny Pastrami, son. <laughs> Take it inside. I got my sandwich, but then there's a piece of pie. I'm like, oh, I did not order this. I also did not get my chili cheese fries. No. But I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm yeah. hungry. So I ate the sandwich. And so, yeah, it had multiple bags in it. There was like a bag of uh, chili peppers and everything else. And I just assumed when I took it in that it was, okay, well, where's the, the fries at? No yeah. fries, but I got peppers and I got this pie that didn't order. And I'm just like, fuck, they messed up my order. I take it back into my bedroom to feast on it, and I get a message from the guy who dropped it off. He was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I gave you the wrong order. But by that time, I was already like halfway deep they, into they, they the sandwich. Take it back. They can't take it back anyway. They yeah. can't take it back. And I was like, no, nah, it's fine. Whatever. I still got the discount. I got to try the pastrami sandwich that I've been wanting to try. Uh, and I got pie, which I didn't even think that I wanted. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> it, always pie. Oh, pie is the best. Yeah. It was uh, it was so it was a great meal, but that was the last time that I ordered from them. But I, it was just one of those things. Like, I'm like, dude, you you're waving this discount in front of my face. I'm like, yeah. well, of course I'm gonna try this. 
Yeah. Of course I'm going to use to try to get 50% <laughs> I off. I know. It's so fucked up. Because it's like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll spend $20. Like, But in actuality, you were, if you hadn't seen that, you weren't going to spend any Anything, yeah, yeah. That's how it works. I mean, that's like why, you know, when places are like, oh, two for one shirts. You're like, oh, well, I better, I better get a shirt because <laughs> yeah. I can get two. I can get two. Yeah. The yeah. other day, uh, like I haven't done it in a while, but the other day I was so tired after work and I was like with Grayson and I was like, hey, this is on Wednesday. And I was like, hey, you want to just get pizza? And he was like, yeah. So there's a pizza place like right down the street. And so I was all just, I'll call them, but I saw that, oh, I could just order it through Yelp, through Grubhub or whatever. Yeah. But I was going to pick it up so there's no delivery fee. So I ordered it. I go to pick it up, and when I ordered it, the pizza was like eleven dollars, and uh, I got wings, and they were like thirteen dollars. And I was like, "Fuck, it's expensive." But the wings, I, I, the wings are yeah, more wings expensive more than, than the pizza. pizza. Wow. Yeah, but I was like, "Fuck, I just I don't want to cook. I'm so tired." And I, I didn't have anything here. I forgot to go shopping during the day, and uh, so I go in to pick it up, and the in-store prices were seven dollars for the pizza. And eight dollar, eight fifty for the wings. They do that shit. So I called and I was like, "No, this, what the fuck? You can't just lie about the price." And that was a pickup order. That was a pickup order. I was like, yeah. "I didn't have this delivered." And you also, you, you didn't say anywhere here that. Um, so like, okay, we need to talk to the manager of this place. And this place, we're calling. They're supposed to call me yesterday. They didn't. So, I, I got busy with work today. But I'm gonna call on Monday and be like, yeah. "You guys owe me that fucking money. I'm not letting that shit go. I don't care if it's a dollar. Like, it's I mean, it's like ten dollars, but still, like, no, fuck that." Yeah, no, I've experienced that with uh, with Postmates where there's a difference between because they will not all restaurants, but some yeah. some restaurants will upsell their prices for delivery. But if you choose to pick it up yourself, it up, what's, it's yeah. a regular menu price in store. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. It's fucked up. But yeah. there was nothing they didn't there's no marking that says it and and again, I picked it up. It's like it's Yeah. you know. No, you called yeah. in. It's basically it's no different than just calling in to the Walking store and saying, in, yeah. "Yeah, I I want to order this. I will be there when it's ready." And yeah. boom. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, so it's, I was really unhappy with it. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. Yeah, Fuck that. Annoying. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But uh anyway, so where did we leave off with the hunt? Okay, before we get into the hunt, I got one more yeah. thing I got to yeah, I got to yeah, talk yeah, no, about. Go for it. Uh, and it's funny, like so much shit happens throughout the week that, like when we when we talk for these episodes, like a lot of the shit I forget. So Monday, this past Monday, I went to the gym like I always do early, and I when I left the gym, I went to Denny's to get breakfast. It was like eleven thirty, you know. Uh, so I'm sitting at the bar. Uh, the, the tabletop at Denny's. And so I walk in, the tabletop is clear. There's a woman sitting on the left furthermost side. And so I go to the further, you know, the right furthermost right, side. Yeah. And it's and it's a woman and like another woman. So there's, I thought it was just one, but there were like two, they were together. So I order my food, get my coffee and I'm having, you know, just checking my phone, looking at IGN and just bullshit. Basically just making it seem like I'm not weird being here by myself. And after I finished my meal, the woman, or maybe it was before my meal got there. No, it was after. She she asked me, she was like, hey, uh, excuse me, sir. I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, are you a personal trainer? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, no. Like, You're in good shape. It's, it makes sense. 
Yeah, see, people, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see myself, I guess, the way other people see me. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, no, uh, no. I mean, I, I, but I told us, like, no, I just came from the gym. I mean, and my first instinct was to be like, oh my God, am I, am I offending you with my odor? Because right. <laughs> I'm sorry about right. that. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Just, you look like you work out. And I was like, oh, well, I do, you know, came back from the gym. So, long story short, so she's a CPA. She has an office, her own business, uh, like across the street from like this Denny's in Culver City. And so she's just asking me about what I do and about me and stuff like that. So we're talking. And then she, so I guess she was there to collect an order, her and her coworker or a friend or whoever that other woman was. So they get their meal and she was like, hey, so it was nice talking to you. Uh, would you be okay? Like exchanging, you know, phone numbers. Like, can I get your, your contact? I'm like, yeah, of course. I mean, which is also a thing where I like, you know, I meet people all the time, whether in a bar or I guess in a situation like this, if somebody asks my number, I'm always so quick to just be like, Oh yeah, sure. Right. Without right. thinking about, it's all right. well, well, one, because it's easy to just say yes. And sure. to say no is like, well, why not? It's like, and I never like to put myself in that situation. So I gave her my number and she's like, oh, it was very nice to, to talk to you and to meet you. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, you too. And she seemed very nice, you know, and she was pretty. She seemed a little bit older than me. But uh, yeah, and I just thought, all right, cool. So she messaged me later that day just saying, hey, it was very nice to meet you at Denny's. Da, da, da. So today, after we finished recording the first part of this podcast uh, and I was on my way to the gym, she had called me. She actually had called me as we were recording the first part, and she okay. left and she left a, a voicemail, and she was like, "Hey, it's uh, you know, her name, Evelyn. It's not her last name, like Evelyn. It's just you know, we met at Denny's. Da da da. Uh, give me a call back when you have time." I'm like, "Huh." Now at that point, I'm like, uh, "Should I engage or should I not?" Because. The message she left was vague in the sense where, because the thing was, because when, when we you, were when we were talking, I, like I said, she said she was a CPA, and I'm like, oh man, I could really use you know that in my life, like somebody to help with uh, accounting shit. And but her message didn't allude to any services she could provide. Yeah. So after we finished the first part of the show, and after I listened to her her message. I was like, oh, well, let me go to the gym. I'll work out and I'll call her later. So I called her later and we had a nice, a very nice, pleasant conversation. And she set up a time. She was like, hey, would you be willing to to meet uh, in a couple of days for like a coffee or something like that so we can talk further? I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like George stands in that one Seinfeld yeah. episode. I'm just saying yeah. yes to everything. Yeah. And uh so I'm meeting up with her on Monday for okay. coffee. And she said, the way she said it, it was like, yeah, we just, yeah, I like to, you know, talk with you, just, you know, learn more about you and, and, you know, what you do and that kind of stuff. So I'm thinking it's either she's into me or maybe she is trying to recruit me. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it's almost like, it sounds like that's how like pyramid scheme scheme people talk to people. Yeah. 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 But I was like, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Sure. So, so I made plans. So so Monday, I'm um, meeting up with her at Starbucks, the Starbucks next to the Denny's that we met. Right. 
because uh, I, I apparently her office is right close by. Okay. So uh, that was something that happened today. That's interesting. Yeah. So I hope it's a good thing. I mean, that's uh, you know to be continued. I guess to be continued. We'll see what happens. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Well, she's pretty, you know. Yeah. I haven't had anything like uh, got a nice, nice ass, those... nice ass on. Oh, we'll see. There you go. See, that's that's the reason to go get the coffee. Because like when she left, I, I definitely I made a, a point to turn and kind of uh-huh. watch her as she's walking out, and I'm like, oh, bye, man. And you know, worst comes to worst, you get the coffee, nothing comes of it. She leaves first, hang for a minute, and get yourself that uh, sausage and cheddar sandwich. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> You see how it all comes together? It all comes around. It all comes around. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. Yeah, I uh, I deleted all the dating apps on my phone. I just got so tired of it. Yeah, me too. And, like, girls would, like, hit me up and I'd be like, yeah, let's get together. And they're like, okay. And then they just don't respond. Or I'm constantly reaching out. They don't make any effort. So I'm like, I'm not interested in this. Yeah. And, yeah. again, like, I don't even want to date. I was just on there for boredom and maybe obligation feeling or whatever. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I was the same way with the date naps too, where it was like, I was there for, again, obligation, obligation insofar as the fact that it's like, I'd like to meet somebody. Yeah. So, and again, it was last year when, you know, COVID was happening, which is again, probably the worst fucking time to do it. But I'm like, sure. I can't let this pandemic get in the way of me meeting somebody. Sure. And I met, a couple people, but it did not work out at all. As yeah. we discussed previously, so I'm just like, nah, I'm I'm done. The world's kind of back open again, so I'll just take right. my chances meeting people in real life. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I can ask people in real life if they're vaccinated. If they say no, then we got nothing more to talk about. And if they say yes, then we do got something more to talk about. Yeah. If I run into a woman that is drop-dead gorgeous and she isn't vaccinated, I will be, well, it will be, a, it will be a pause. I'm like, well, she's fine. As don't, hell. don't. I'm like, I'm, I'm safe. You're not. People with the vaccine, people vaccinated, people are are getting COVID like now too. No, yeah, no, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, there's a break- they're, they're not. They're usually not going to the hospital. Right. Yeah, yeah. The the breakthroughs, the breakthrough cases. But if she's fine enough, I'm like, I'll take that breakthrough. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll suffer with the sniffles or whatever. I can get a piece of that. Not shit. me, man. I had that chick literally trying to tell me like we should, like I should stop. I shouldn't care that she's unvaccinated because she's good in bed. Like saying like just come and fuck well, me. Well, that's just dumb. That's just dumb. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because because I'll fuck you. I shouldn't care about yeah. you're unvaccinated. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I I'm with you about that 100. percent I and it was also like okay, so one like you're wildly unhealthy and unsafe but two you're just manipulative and selfish like that's what you're really showing here like, yeah. you're not this isn't sexy to me that like it's like you know i'm i'm i fucked a lot like yeah. I, this is not it's not like some new experience like oh shit i finally get to fuck like i'm yeah. 38 i can finally fuck like yeah i've been fucking since i was 12 like i get it i understand how this shit works yeah it's like you think this is a turn on but it's yeah definitely it's not. not like not. this it's is not a, turn a turn on, on. it's like no yeah. and, if, and if you gotta brag about oh i'm really good at bed it's like well uh anybody it's it's like you know god yeah. like, i got a big if, fucking if you have dick to say if it, you it's gotta, probably not true it's not true yeah, yeah. it's like no yeah no. no i i agree i agree and that's what i said like i was like just because you think you're good in bed it doesn't that has nothing to do with me it does yeah, exactly exactly yeah. it's like yeah no yeah. so yeah you're yeah, right about like how, that yeah it's like you know 
It's like how Kanye calls himself a genius. <laughs> like it, does, it doesn't work like that, brother. Somebody it, else has to call you that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. To that. With your big-ass water bottle. Look at you. You're so healthy. Drinking water. Is that water? It's water. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to turn on the light over here. Hold on. Well, this White Claw is mostly water. <laughs> it is but it's uh, 5% alcohol content uh, yeah Graham is doing something What's that? Uh, oh no nothing nothing oh. just talking shit about you that's fine nah I wasn't come on man never okay. do that alright so yeah we are back to the hunt back so to I the hunt we're at the end I yeah, we're at the end. It's so funny that we had to stop at it. Like, <laughs> there's probably like 10 more minutes to talk about this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and we I'm took not. like a six hour break to do like another hour and a half of podcast <laughs> and then come back. Hey, for anybody listening, uh, go fuck yourself. This is so what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is, uh, it, it is funny because like the moment that we had to stop was like, we were like we were done. right there. We were we done. Were right there. Yeah. We were done. You know, we, we both added content to make this a fuller episode. Yeah, this is everybody. wonderful. I mean, that's why you tune into the Bombcast anyway. You're just yeah. listening to two just best friends talking shit. That's, talking the, that's shit. the thing. That's, that's it. the thing. That's what we do. We just yeah. conversate and just talk about whatever. Yeah. And Pops you're here with us. You're, you're having this conversation with us. That's why it's fun. Um, so, yeah. So, Crystal... Uh, Got told where the manor was, and she was on her way to see Hillary Swank. I forgot her character's name. Uh, Miranda. Miranda. Miranda, yeah. So I think where we left off. Uh, oh, the speech. The speech. So Miranda is doing her whole uh, reveal about, oh, I know who you are, Crystal, such and such. You've done this. You've done that. Your parents were this, da da da, just a shitty human being. And then Crystal basically just lets her do her diatribe and crystal when she's done crystal just basically says lady you done fucked up <laughs> because this crystal you're talking about is a crystal that i know i grew up with her she was in my neighborhood i know her that is not me you picked are you you kidnapped you got the wrong crystal and miranda just could not because of her self and her narcissistic being could not comprehend the fact that she was wrong yeah, and that they kidnapped the wrong crystal to participate in their hunt. But lo and behold, it is true. And, and, and you don't know that right away. You're like, well, maybe she's lying, but you, you, you do find out later that yes, that is true. Okay. So here's my, other, and then they start fighting and they have a very brutal fight. Here's my, my second point of contention with this movie. It's a great fight. It is It is a very fun, aggressive, brutal fight. And, and, and a funny fight, too. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go but ahead. The point that when she, when Crystal is still in the bunker and she's talking to the, the, the National, National Guard, National Guardsman. Guy, yeah. And he's, and she's like, I'm going to go kill Miranda. And he's like, don't. She's been training for eight months. That bugged the shit out of me. No, see, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, but tell me how it bugged oh, you. See, I, oh, see, I didn't take it like it was like a joke because I was like, I, he seemed serious. Like, no, she's been training with her. But I was like, 
Crystal is a vet and clearly special forces, and she's murdered like 10 of you. Eight months is not enough time to be good at anything, not against an expert. And I was like, that, why did they say like years or something? I guess, or just not say it at all. Like, just don't put that part in because you can't, you can't show someone being a true master of something and then say like, well, but this person's been been doing it for 30 seconds. They should be good too. Yeah. So for me, I think that was the whole point of it. Okay. Is to basically give you that same, the response that you just said, where, because I remember the first time I saw that, I'm like, because because you find out that this guy who's the, cons- the military consultant and not to throw shade at National Guardsmen at all. But when they find out that when she finds out, oh, National, he tells her I was in the National Guard. And then she's like, oh, I was, you know, in our, in Afghanistan. And he his whole thing is be careful, you know, she's. I've been, she's been training oh, for right, eight right. months. So because he's it's, a pussy, he thinks that yeah, she's yeah. Oh, okay. Where he has no, like that, he has no frame of reference for right, 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 right. for what it is to really be a badass. And so right, when right, he right. tells her that yeah, she's been at it for eight months, like when he said that to me, I'm I laughed. I'm like eight okay, months. Okay, so that that's that nothing. I like, and may if if that was the intended joke, it's a good joke, but it holds less water because she does. F- put up a really good fight well, and no, she no. almost wins so then it's like well then now now i think they meant it well we'll see i i think i think they said that because it it does show at the very least that look this woman is trained right at least for eight months you know but and yes it's a competitive battle that they have but i mean look i mean crystal pretty much whoops her ass and the only reason that that miranda gets the upper hand is because she takes out that shotgun no i mean and she was it changed. Her own. like she, she she was fighting and like no she was she was but until the shotgun is introduced which which yeah. kind of changes the dynamics of the whole fight sure. and, and, and chris even says she's like bitch you said no guns and then she's right, bringing right, right. out this gun Right. Kind of, so we when she when she gets up to the gate, there's like an intercom and Miranda's like, put your gun in the mailbox and then come in. Yeah. And then she basically tells Crystal that, you know, there's a C4 charge uh, plate underneath where you're standing. So if you don't put the gun in the box, I'll kill you right here and now. Which I like because I think that's that was bullshit. But I like that. A lot, I think of, this it was movie, a lot of this movie is like head games like that. It Just is. People bluffing. Yep. And that's a that's a compelling story device that doesn't get used that much in movies where it's like somebody's just like i got this and that and people are like ah fuck you might fuck i, I like because they were constantly wrestling with like well shit it, i don't know i don't know man yeah. fuck so i it, like that a lot yeah me, yeah, me too it's, it's the, the whole thing done of- and the uh, you know, there's a lot of that in this movie there's a lot of that in this movie like like do i believe her do i not yeah. And and at this point, like Crystal, whole, her whole motivation is basically because again, she's a jackrabbit. She just wants to get in that house and murk this fucking woman yeah. that put her she through this. Has no plan on going home. She's just like, well, I'll just kill everybody there. I'll if kill I everybody die, there. Yeah, I'll still kill everybody too. Yeah, it's it's. So they have a really knockdown, drag out fight. I mean, it's very um, Kill Bill to Uma Thurman and. Uh, uh, the black Daryl Hannah, no Daryl Hannah. Oh, Daryl Hannah. Or, yeah. or, or or Vivica Fox. Vivica, yeah, Vivica those, Fox. Yeah, I was thinking. either one. It's yeah. it's very like reminiscent of like these two women 
just beating the fucking tar out of each other and smashing through the house and like the yeah, shit I, I like, out of each other. Yeah, yeah, going through windows and and again, like what I mentioned that it's a brutal fight, but at the same time, there's some levity too because they go through one window and they're fighting. And uh, Crystal's about to put Miranda through another glass window to get back. No more glass. And no more glass. Like, no more glass. No more glass. So yeah, because they both the go through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love that too. I love yeah. that too. Yeah, they um, both go and, through it, and they're just like, "Fuck." And uh, I like there. There are parts too. Like, give me a second. Yeah, yeah. There are parts too where they're both like. I mean, Jackie Chan most notably put that in fight cinema, where it's like both people would like take a fucking breather and be like. <laughs> just, and they're both like just give me a sec I've actually been in fights like that where it's like well not so much fights but like tussles that led to like a chase and then yeah. we're both like tired and just like walking like I'm walking after somebody trying to catch them and we're both like fuck yeah it's just like hey uh, just breathe right now real quick yeah like real we're quick. both tired man let's just uh, we're, I know we gotta keep doing this but yeah. let's just like and then it's like yeah. game on it's like okay and then they go back I, at it yeah I, I like that uh, they did a really good job and then like ultimately they're laying on the floor. Is it with the knife? Yeah. So there was a there was a scene like during the fight, like the penultimate part of the fight, where oh right right right, she Miranda, takes the blender thing. She takes the blender, like a double, like the the blade from a blender, and it's got like, you know like like, like a Cuisinart. Okay, uh, yeah, it has like two big blades on both. Sides. Like a double bladed thing, and she actually yeah she stabs uh, Crystal with it. And things, and she thinks that's it, game over, bitch. But Crystal's like, nah. And she basically grabs Miranda, pushes her into the other side of the blade that is sticking out of her body, right, like 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 bear hugs her, bear yeah. hugs her, and then does yeah. this like uh, this flip, almost like she's going like a cross arm bar, but she yeah. does it tight enough to where the blade is transferred out of her and into Miranda, and that's it. Yeah, Miranda dies. She wins. Like Miranda bleeds out, and she and she and they have that scene where at the end where Miranda because they're sitting, they're laying next to each other, and Miranda again because of her narcissistic ways and behavior turns her head and says, you know, basically she knows she's she's dying. Yeah, she goes, "Are you really the wrong crystal? Are you really? Yeah, are you? Yeah, are you really that crystal?" Or, or she says, you know, basically like, "No, you are that crystal, right?" Please tell me you are right. that Chris, like that I got the right one. And Crystal looks over at her and says, "No." Nope. And then after that, Miranda turns her head and she face. I think she says "fuck" or she something says, like "whoopsie." Whoopsie, whoopsie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she dies. Yeah. And so they're both laying there. Basically, both of them are like, and at the same time, like uh, you know, Crystal was stabbed in the shoulder blade with a look like a like a. A meat thermometer or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So she's, you know, doubly both, wounded. Yeah, totally They're fucked up. Totally fucked up. And so Chris was laying there next to Miranda, who's dead, and she's thinking that that's it for her too. And then she turns her head because the door is open because they've been, you know, the fight starts in the kitchen, but they go into the <laughs> into the patio or the outside area, come back in, so the door is open, and there's a jackrabbit. That's just there. And Crystal looks at the jackrabbit and it kind of reinforces her will where she's like, nah, I, I'm not dying today. Yeah. And she pulls herself up. She gets one of those, um, what are those, like uh, torches? Blow, uh, yeah, like, like a, a, cr a, a creme brulee torch. A, a creme brulee, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, they use them for cooking, a creme brulee torch. And she lifts up her shirt. 
and cauterizes the wound. Cauterizes the wound. She finishes the grilled cheese sandwich that Miranda had started. That's what's so funny. Like because she it ate. Clearly, she ate the she, jackrabbit. Always, yeah. When jackrabbit eats, eats that that meal. Eats last. Yeah, that's yeah. what's so cool. Like when when Crystal walks into Miranda's house initially. Like we said before, Miranda was cooking a grilled cheese sandwich, and she gives her a little speech about grilled cheese sandwich. And then obviously, you know, Crystal had just told this story about the jackrabbit before that. So it, it was, I mean, it, it was obvious, it was an obvious setup, but it was very satisfying to yes. watch her walk over and fucking take a big bite out of that sandwich. Yeah. And then, yeah, she goes upstairs and just puts on a fucking smoking hot dress, takes some jewelry, puts it around her neck. There's a the private jet that they all came on. And the dog. There was, and there was a dog. And the dog. That's right. The dog that was Miranda's. As she's walking out, and that's yeah, she looks fucking beautiful she walking great, out with yeah. that with that dress. She's got the dog on the leash, and walks out to the the jet that brought them all there, and we're then introduced again, or not, are reintroduced to the stewardess, flight attendant, yeah, the flight attendant from earlier when the movie first starts. That uh, what was the, what was the actor's name? The the, the douchebag. Oh, um, Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. So the guy that he was giving a hard time to. And she was there, the pilot's there, and they're all surprised to see her. And she just calmly walked into the plane, tells them that she killed the, you know, Miranda, the people that brought them there, and that if it's okay with you, I'd like to go home. And they're all and they're all shook. And they're just like, yeah. uh the pilot's like, Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And she and she's like, she's got a gun pointed at her. Like, yeah. We're going we're going to Mississippi. Yeah, we're going home. Yeah. And uh she calmly just takes her seat. The stewardess is there again, still doing her job, and and she also, so so another big thing is that uh, Crystal walks out because there's like there's a there's a moment in the fight where you know uh, Crystal throws this bottle of champagne that is is talked about in the opening in the scene in the right. beginning by Glenn Howerton by Glenn Howerton about this you know supposedly just super expensive bottle of. Uh, of champagne that was found at the bottom of the sea during uh like a World War Two. I think right, like like a wreckage of a ship wreckage and they of a ship. This champagne and each bottle is like three hundred grand. Three hundred grand. So Miranda has that bottle uh in the kitchen when they start fighting and Crystal throws it and Miranda catches it during the fight. She like, like, dives oh. to she catch dives it, yeah. to catch like, oh no, not this. Yeah. And then sets that aside so the fight continues. So at the end you see uh Crystal walking out with that bottle of champagne. She gets in the plane and uh, she sits down and the stewardess is basically like, oh, do you want me to put that on ice? She's like, and yeah. She's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. And then sits down, has some caviar. and, and, and That's the other callback because in the very beginning of the movie, that flight attendant goes up to Glenn Howerton and offers him some caviar. And he, and he goes... But don't you have anything? Like, he asks for like, don't you have anything like Mediterranean, like yeah, he like some he will, grilled vegetables. Yeah, and she's like, we don't have a full kitchen on an airplane. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, oh, because I and he, this like it was such a good, just terribly douchey, fucked up thing to say as a very rich person to a non-rich person. Because he's like, oh, because I just had caviar last night. I actually have it like all the time. All the time, yeah, yeah. Because you know it's very expensive, and uh, so and, she, and, he, and he has her. He and. During that scene, he asked the flight attendant, the stewardess, "Have you ever had? Have it? you ever had caviar?" And she's like, "No." Yeah. And then he goes into, like, oh, "Oh, it's really good. I've had it a lot." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, when when Crystal is with the flight attendant, and then she's like, "Have you ever had caviar?" 
And then the flight attendant says no. And you're like, oh, man, that's such a bummer. And then Crystal's like, well, come on, sit down and yeah, share. Sit down. Take a pop a squat. Like, let's let's eat this together. And then Crystal's got her champagne and she just opens it up, takes it to the head. And, uh, and the, the flight attendant goes, how is it? And she goes, fucking delicious. Delicious. And then, and then title. Credits. Credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hunt. Like, that's so how good. it is. It's so fucking good. Fantastic. Now it, it really is a very satisfying movie. Like yes, I, I have some gripes, but like I didn't care about it. Like none of that like bothered me. It was just like oh, I I, I would write this different. Like I would change these things, but it was totally totally good. Okay, so here's the thing. Because I agree with you, I think you know your gripes. I, I acknowledge them. Uh, they didn't really bother me too much. The thing that really struck me about this film was that it was written by. Damon Lindelof. Really? He was a co-writer. It was this, it was him and this guy Nick Hughes. Like they, Game of Thrones Lindelof. No, 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 no. Uh Damon uh Lindelof, he was responsible for Lost, I think. Oh, oh, oh okay. And Oh, I was thinking DB Weiss and the other Yeah, one. and also fucking the movie that I fucking hate that I should love. Prometheus. Oh. So, okay, terrible. so I'm on IMDb. So he's known for Lost. He's a producer. That's right, Producer, Lost. producer. I love that show. Uh, but the thing about Damon Lindelof, and let me see, I've got his stuff up here. So where's Prometheus? I'm pretty sure he wrote that. Is that I've watched a lot of his output. I actually says executive producer. I thought he was a writer on that. Mm. But he's, he's one of those guys that is is able to come up with a very good premise. Yeah. But a lot of the things that he's attached to fails to stick the landing. Right. And this movie is probably the best thing that I've seen him attached to. Period. I haven't seen Lost, but of what I've seen Lost that he's great, done. Yeah. It's it's not better than Lost, but it is very good. Yeah. But but it's very good in the sense that like this movie, and this is another thing that I that I put a note about where I'm like, this shit is an hour and 30 minutes yeah. plus a couple seconds. I think yeah. like 30 seconds. Like this is a tight, yeah. a tight, taut half, you know, hour and a half movie that yeah, gets in and gets out. I agree. I, I, I was so pleased. That's the first thing I check once I start streaming something is how yeah, long, it how is. long it is. Yeah. I just got to know. And I was so happy that it was 90 minutes. Yeah. I was like, thank God. Like nobody's making 90 minute movies anymore. And it feels like 90 minutes. It just, it moves quickly. There's no, it doesn't sag in the middle like so many, even 90 minute movies do. But it, it, it was paced like a movie from the 90s. Yeah. Like that was like one of the golden eras of cinema. It was like, there was just so much amazing shit. Or the 80s, the 90s. even to that point. Yeah. Or, or the 80s. Yeah. But like it, it was just, we have a very linear, simple story. You're going to feel like you're traveling a lot and you're going to get through it really quick. Like it's, it's all the things you want. There, there, there's no fat in this film. Yeah. There's no fat. And, and I yeah. think that the script for this film is, is great. I think, you know, like I said, you get in, you get out. Like I knew what this movie was going to be about because I saw the trailers. You didn't, but it's yeah. one of those things where you find out, okay, well, this is the movie. Here's the setup. Like the like, and, and you mentioned it. Like the pacing of this film is fucking flawless. Yeah, it just it just goes. It goes. There's, yeah, yeah. And, and you're, even you're like never in, bored. In the moments, you're never, never. bored. And they even don't the moments, do exposition. Like, yeah, there's no exposition dumps. 
they tell you, you know, little pieces here and there. Uh, it's even in the moments where like in other, a lot of other movies, like when she's doing like the Jackrabbit story, that would usually be in like a kind of a lull yeah. in the movie. But it, it's, it's just minutes here. It's just a couple minutes, but it, she's so good. And it's, it's bookended by chaos. So it feel, you're almost, you're thankful for, oh, I get like a little respite to hear this fucking crazy story. Story, yeah. And then it gets crazy again. Um, yeah, dude, it, it's so fun. And, and I, again, I will speak the merits of not watching trailers for this type of movie exactly. Yeah. Not knowing anything about what this is about makes these types of movies that much more exciting. I had no clue. I don't know who's in it. I don't know anything about it. And also, I hadn't read anything about it, so I didn't know, like, oh, this is supposed to be a satire or it's supposed to be shocking. I didn't know anything. Yeah. So I'm just like, what the fuck? It's like when I saw... Um, don't breathe. Oh, I love that yeah. movie. So good. They're doing a part two. It's coming uh, out soon. No, I'm like, why? I know. I, I agree. But again, it's like, of course, it's Hollywood. It's like, yeah. And it might that guy is so compelling. Like, uh, sure, I'll watch him as the good guy killing other bad guys. Sure, because that's that's. I think that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like when I saw Don't Breathe, uh, some friends hit me up and they're like, Hey, we're gonna go see this movie. Don't breathe. You want to come? And I said, Sure. We we got to the theater. They're like, you know what it's about? I said, no. <laughs> they're like, you want to know? I said, no. You were like, uh, I'm, I'm assuming by the title that it's about breathing, not breathing. Yeah. So yeah. And I was just blown away. Same thing like with the Descent, like all these movies. It, it is the just the movie going or movie watching experience is. Remember when you were a kid, and even if you knew what the movie was, because when we were kids, like there were. Just, there was really no, you couldn't, there was no online, so you couldn't watch right. trailers online. Yeah. And they wouldn't release a lot of trailers. Shit was expensive. You had to see it on TV. Or you had to go to a theater to see a or trailer. Or you had to go to a theater. Yeah. And it was also before they started giving the entire movie away in trailers. Like, they used to not do that. Yeah. Um, but, like, when you would go to a movie as a kid, it was always infinitely exciting. Like, it was like a an event. Even if you just went to a matinee, you were just, like, excited to go see a movie. Yeah, of course. And, I was. Yeah. And when I was still watching trailers, a lot of that excitement went away because it's like I, I know the whole movie before I see it. I know everybody's in it. I I know they, they give away all the twists and turns and shit in movies now, too. So when I stopped watching trailers a few years ago, it I guess more than a few years ago. It's been a long time. It brought most of that back where it's like, I don't know. I, I just know the title and then maybe I saw the poster and like in the cases of like, you know, suicide squad or like, I know more or less what's going on, but like it, it brought a lot of that excitement back where I feel like a little kid in a theater, like, Oh shit, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. 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 It's fun. Yeah. It is. A, it is a thing where I, I mean, I love, I love trailers. Like I, and you're so right. I mean, I wish I was, I had to get the self-control not to watch trailers. Right. But just going back to when I was a kid, I just, I just love watching movie trailers and same but to, to go to your point about the the merits of not having seen one when you recommended green room yeah to me i had now i knew about the movie i had heard about it but i had not seen any trailers about that film i had just heard that it was good and who was in it right and you were singing its virtues about how good this movie is and so i watched it and fucking brutal and fantastic 
movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen Green, Green Room, everybody, it's 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 an amazing, an amazing fucking movie. Yeah. Um. And I and I, I'm pretty sure that I would say that, and I know I would had I seen the trailer, but not having seen anything about it. Other than I think you told me the general like conceit of the film about this band goes, they're playing this. It's a punk band. They're playing their music at this uh, uh, not or skinhead, you know, club or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then shit goes gully. Like that's that's all I knew about it. Didn't see anything. And so watching it, everything hit me right. that much harder. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, because, like, when you watch a movie and it's like they, they give away something that happens in the trailer or the way something looks, or the way something sounds, the the surprise isn't there because you know it's coming. So, you, you know, if you yeah. go like, oh, someone might be in jeopardy, but I haven't seen the scene that I saw in the trailer. So, I know that they're going to get it out. They're going to they're gonna make it through this thing because right, yeah. they have to get to that other scene. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. it, it takes away a lot of the the, the suspension tension. of disbelief and, and the tension. Yeah, yeah. like the, the stakes lower in in a movie where there are stakes because you know, like, well, they have to get to this other scene. So right. Yeah, because that. you've seen it already. You know, because yeah. of the trailer. Yeah. Okay. Now that being said, are you a fan of Dune? I think we talked about this, or maybe we didn't. I don't know. Um, no, like I never saw. Any of the movies, the TV movie or the film, and I never read the books. Why I have an attachment to Dune, though, is growing up, my best friends growing up, Nick and Dan, their dad, Tom, was basically my dad. Like, he was, like, the man who raised me for the most part. Yeah. And he had the Dune books. I think there were, like, three paperbacks or maybe one big paperback. Maybe it was just one big one. On his the shelf like where he kept all of his books and he mainly read like sci-fi and fantasy and so i would just always see it every day like i basically lived at their house most of my childhood so it's like every day i would just see that book and it's fucking orange yeah whatever orange spine yeah the orange spine and uh i remember like as a kid about seven or eight like asking what that was and then and then nick or dan just being like oh it's like a really big science fiction book i don't know what it is um and that's it but like it it just seeing it every day like i have such a strong connection to that word but i don't know anything about it okay can you do me a favor i'm gonna watch the trailer can we do it right now no i i right. will do it i will do it, I'll, yeah, can, do it. Can, I, can i share my screen yeah with, yeah, you, with, with uh, you yeah and then just at the oh, wait let me make sure oh wait I no set up. actually oh, wait, hold, on. hold on i'll set it up so you can i wasn't able to all participants Okay, now try. Okay. And then uh, just at the bottom, click share sound also. Boom, got it. Share. Okay. So you seeing my screen? Yeah. You see, okay, so that's, uh, let's get rid of this fucking guy. Damon Lindenloft. You, you did good on this movie, sir, <laughs> but you fucking killed me with Prometheus. Ugh. What a colossal disappointment. Okay, so they just so so Dune, the movie, the new one, uh, directed by Denis Villeneuve. Uh, it was supposed to have come out last year, but again, the pandemic was like, "Fuck your plans." So it is coming out 
in I think October. And so I saw the original Dune when I was a kid and it was just weird. And I'm like, I don't okay. understand any of this. But it was but I I've seen it recently and it's 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 good. I mean Okay. You know, uh and I haven't read the books. Uh all I know about Dune is just what I saw from that David Lynch film. Uh and also I just know that in terms of sci fi, like hard sci fi, like this is hard sci fi. Right, 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 right. It's a good one in terms of okay. like the fandom and all that. So I saw this trailer. So they dropped so they dropped teasers a couple of months ago. They dropped the official, as you can see, can you see this? Yeah. Yeah, the official main trailer yesterday. I have never watched a trailer more than once, ever. I watched this trailer three times. No shit. Back to back, because I was that impressed with it. Wow. So I just want to show it, share it with you. Can you see in here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. My planet Arrakis is so beautiful when the sun is low. Rolling over the sands, you can see spice in the air. The outsiders wow. ravage our lands in front of our eyes. Oh, I'm in. I'm in already. <laughs> wow. Their cruelty to my people is all I've known. <laughs> What's to become of our world? <laughs> Duncan, can I trust you with something? Yes, always. You know that. I've been having dreams about a girl on Arrakis. I don't know what it means. Dreams make good stories. But everything important happens when we're awake. Hey, you. Put on some muscle? I did? No. <laughs> <laughs> we are a house of Trades. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House Atreides accepts! I know you. There's only a way in my mind. You need to face your fears. Come with me. They're not human, they're brutal. The Duke suddenly sees too much. This is I do. Kill them all. God in heaven. Get everything with guns off the ground! Go! This is an extermination. They're picking my family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. Dad, what if I'm not the future of House Atreides? A great man doesn't seek to lead. He's called to it. But if your answer is no, you'll still be the only thing I ever needed you to be. My son. If anything happens, will you protect Paul with my life? 
we stand a chance. I mean, visually, that was fucking stunning. But that's that's that that's what Denis Villeneuve does. I mean, yeah. his his movies are breathtaking to watch and to look at. So, again, I'm not a hardcore Dune guy. I just am a big fan of this director. And so, from every so I've never read the books. You know, my uh, you know my friend is a big fan. My friend Matt is a big fan of Dune. So he's actually told me more about. The uh, the lore, okay. Because uh, we watched the uh, David Lynch film from the '80s not too long ago, and so basically what it is is that you know Dune is this planet. So the whole just think it's 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 oil. Like Dune okay. is a planet that contains the spice, and the spice is what allows interdimensional space travel. So this planet Dune. The you know the galactic I guess ruling body because there's an emperor but also different planets that are a part of the emperor system that are then uh, entrusted with mining the dune or or, or, okay. or the spice but the but the thing is is that you know so by mining that spice it's, it's almost like some avatar shit or you know uh, what was the danceable not danceable wolves or maybe it was where it's like they're and infringing because of their harvesting of the spice they're infringing on the native people who live on this planet and so you've got these different houses it's almost like game of thrones you've got these different houses a trade house of trades which are the good guys they're like the starks and okay. game of thrones and then the harkonnens who are like the tyrannical authoritarian rulers both of these houses are subject to the emperor but they're also fighting for the emperor's favor so it's like all this political kind of intrigue and stuff. Hmm. So I don't know. I I said a lot, but uh, no, I'm down. Like I, I I love hard sci-fi. Um, that looked really great. I mean, I hope you know ha- trailer houses are amazing. Yeah, yeah. So it's I always that's the other reason. Like I think Suicide Squad, the first one, was the last trailer that I watched on my own. Like aside from like things like this when you right. just watch it or whatever. When I, bull- it, when I bully you into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you did with Wonder <laughs> Woman and whatever, Justice League or whatever. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry about that. But like Suicide Squad was the last time I got like hyped about a trailer because that trailer was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. One of the best trailers I've ever seen. And that movie was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So that was another reason, like aside from it ruining so much of the excitement for me. It was just like, uh, it's it's also why I don't pre-order games anymore. Like, you know, game developers are like, this is the, you could do everything you want. It's so amazing. And then the game comes out and it's like, and you're like, okay, you're a fucking fucking piece of shit liar. Like, I don't like this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the one difference between this and cause you're right. I mean, I, that, that suicide squad trailer, the, the, uh, not, James Gunn's upcoming, but the original. No, the original one. That trailer was fucking fantastic. Unbelievable. But I mean, as someone who was like, because I was reading about the whole, you know, the his not the history, but like the the stories about the making of that film. 
So I had read before that trailer even came out that they had basically went out of house to hire some outside individuals to come in to piece this thing together to, to put this trailer together. Denis Villeneuve is not that type. Like he's not right, right. he's not going to allow some other outside. Right. He had a vision. Force. It was all yeah. clear. Right, right. right. I, I get that. And, I, and I'm not um, even going to say that he was there, like cutting the trailer. But I guarantee you, he had final say on it. No, no, he was probably there. Cutting most most of the time, like the, at least for the first one, the director will be there. Yeah, because there was a lot of uh, back and forth between him, like when when Warner Brothers, because I mean we are talking like we're going to be talking about the new Suicide Squad on August sixth. Or when it drops on August 6th, we'll talk about it. We'll review it. Um, so that's going to be on HBO Max. And when HBO had announced that all of their slate for 2021 was going to be on their service, Denis Villeneuve and uh, I think it was Legendary Pictures who were a part of the production of this film, they were both like, no. Right. No, we are not streaming this. Like, you have this is going to be a theatrical release. Don't put this on your platform. And it kind of caused this uh, schism. And it's not. Uh, he won out, so it is going to be a theatrical release only. I mean, it look it looks like it. Even though I mean, I prefer to watch movies at home, but like too, it looks like too. it. It should be on a big screen. But 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 I, I say that only to say that in terms of this trailer, like I think because of that level of control he has on it, like I'm pretty sure that he co-signed yeah. what we saw in this trailer. And uh, and in this movie, I because I, again I had read like this is only. Because again, you know, they're hoping to do sequels on it. This film is like half of the first half of Dune. Okay, it's not even the full novel, the first one. Wow, they're hoping it does well enough that they can, you know, do sequels to keep the story going. But apparently, it's very. This was an expensive movie, and yeah, I mean, you could see it. Like yeah. the production value is nuts through the roof. Yeah, yeah, so. and the effects look amazing. Like obviously, I mean, I'm sure it's like. ILM or whatever, whatever. Like it, it's yeah. That that and there's like real sets and crazy costuming. Yeah. And Batista, dog. Batista said it. Davy B. Yeah. He had yeah, said that he him, he, he he turned down like uh, so he turned down Army of the Dead that we talked about the Zack Snyder zombie Netflix movie. He turned that down and he loves Zack Snyder. Um, but he turned it down because he was like, no, I got a chance to work with Denis Villeneuve. And I know that it's a small part, but I'd rather I'd like to work with him instead of, you know, doing this. Um, or no, 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 it wasn't. No, it, no, was, no, it wasn't he, Snyder. He no, Army of the Dead. no, it wasn't it was, Snyder. It was a Marvel thing. It was James Gunn. It was James right. Gunn wanted him. Suicide, to Squad, Suicide Squad, right? He, he was in the John Cena part. Yes, yes. He wanted. Yes. He like James Gunn because because of their time working on Guardians of the Galaxy, like he wanted Batista in that, but he turned it down because he wanted the opportunity to work with Denis Villeneuve, which I, I gotta say, man, like I, it's a testament to Batista because he it, wants to work sure. with the, I mean, not I, I was gonna say the best of the best, but not to say that James no, Gunn is not good. James Gunn's awesome, no. but he but works he, with him he, already. It's like he, yeah, and and he's done the comic book role already. Like he. I I respect Batista so much because he takes chances as an actor. Yeah, and he he pushes he puts himself in very uncomfortable positions working alongside real fucking actors in real fucking movies. Whereas like he could potentially look very bad. Yeah, um, yeah. But he takes those chances and he and he has gotten and he's always been good. Like he was good in Wrong Side of Town. That movie is not good, but like he is very <laughs> yeah. good. He's very compelling and fun to watch. Um. 
and he's just his growth is insane like we talked about before when he's yeah. in Blade Runner he's unbelievably good in Blade Runner he's amazing he's amazing like there's a yeah yeah he's a he's a he's a really good actor he really wants to be an actor and it's like you know the, the rock for all his credits and he deserves a lot he doesn't take chances as an actor like he he plays himself most of the time yeah and then you know in those uh Jumanji movies like he plays a girl kind of but like it's not you know he's he's just the rock all the time he's yeah. just he's the rock he's not taking any chances which is fine he doesn't need to I'm not saying he has to no no of course I'm not I'm not yeah. saying that either it's like hey the rock but like he knows what he's good at and yeah he sticks in that wheelhouse and yeah. we love the rock for it you know yeah he, he writes movies for himself he doesn't go into other people's movies like he just he does his own thing and that's it's a niche that he can fill and he does it well and great yeah yeah but i, I like dave batista because he it's not all about him he doesn't make it all about him and it'd be so easy for him to kind of try to go yeah the rock route or the yeah. john cena route and even john cena i will say to his credit you know yeah, he, he, he takes he, some chances too. he takes some chances as well i mean he has his output isn't as uh as big as batista yeah. or the rock but the movies he's been in and the one I'm thinking of off top is a train, train wreck. wreck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was he, great in that. He was great in that. He was fantastic. He was legitimately great in that movie. Yeah, was, yeah. So I appreciate seeing Batista, like you said, just uh, just putting it's himself dope, out man. there. You it's know? fucking dope. And it's like, and he's got like the big franchise that he did with Guardians yep. and uh, something else. Um, well, that's, like, that, yeah. that's, that's his money. I think, you know, yeah. the Marvel stuff is where he's like, you know, dude, like, I, I'm set. I mean, from yeah. wrestling, my wrestling career to being in Guardians. Yeah, I mean, he was set I'm from good. wrestling. And the, yeah, he's, yeah. I'm, and, now he's, and now he's super set. Where he's like, now he's, I just want to. I want to be an artist. I, I want to be an artist, I, yeah. I want to be a fucking artist, yeah. It's like, he's done, you know, the biggest sports entertainment and like, you know, just the lights and fucking Ugh, production. I fucking hate that word sports entertainment it's fucking wrestling it's just entertainment it's just <laughs> yes it's yes a, yes uh wrestling entertainment. is entertainment television's entertainment movies yeah, are it's, entertainment. Just enter it's entertainment and and, and you know it, the wrestling is like an athletic play <laughs> you know what i mean like it's amazing but it's like it's it's not a fight it's not a fight it's not a competition it's not a competition and that, but that's what it, like a sport is a competition. Yeah, right? right. So it's like, come on, brother, you don't have to just describe wrestling to me. I get it. I get. Let, what let you're me tell saying. you about. Let me let me tell you about wrestling, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Trust me. But yes, I get yeah, 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 yeah. As um, long as you don't call it fake, I'm good. I don't like the fake word. I mean, they're really there. They're really doing all of that yeah. shit. I don't like. And fake. honestly, that is my biggest pet peeve. Is that the? Is that I think you, when people say, "Oh, it's all fake," I'm like, well. It's scripted. My, it's not my, fake. My analytical mind is like, well, you don't understand the definition of the word fake. <laughs> if no, I agree. If you're using that to describe what this is, it's There's a no scripted way. form it's, it's, of it's just it's a scripted combat event. That's what yeah. it is. I mean, some boxing matches are scripted too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and yeah, I mean, it's like uh, it's it's scripted, but. They're really throwing each other through tables, jumping off of the top turnbuckle, doing moonsaults. Some of them get seriously hurt. Some of them die. Like they're like they're this guy. Real, like this guy. Yeah. I seriously real jammed athletes, up my neck. Yeah, real athletes, real actors, real entertainers doing insane stunt work. 
for you know huge crowds like it's yeah but yeah. um i gotta get you yeah, to watch like, i gotta get you i know you don't like wrestling but i think you would enjoy AEW. i have i've seen i've seen matches with you i know i know you've seen matches but i'm saying the show itself i think you would enjoy it it's right. really fucking good and they are on an upswing in terms of viewership like they just this past Wednesday they had their third highest uh, live viewership mm. in their company history one point one four million. Good for them. Um, and just as comparison, like Raw, which sucks, but like Raw <laughs> is averaging one point nine wow. million, million viewers. So they're wow. catching up, and they, and they're they're that, that's that's huge. And they've only been around for two years. Yeah. And, they're 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 killing it, man. And like there's That's all these so cool. like there's rumors and there's information that I that I'm privy to that I won't say. Like they are I think that they will surpass at least raw by the end of this year in terms I'm of I'm sure. Viewership. I mean even if it's you know, I don't know anything about what either of them are doing, but like I I do know They're just good shows. Like AW yeah. puts on just good, logical it, the, well the thing is like shows. The, the trajectory for most anything is if like when something gets so big that it just runs on its own name momentum its own its own right it runs on its history it'll eventually stop being good yeah and you know and something else will fill the void because it's created a need for something better yeah and that seems to be like what wwe has done they've created the need for something much better and aew was like we'll we'll be that we'll do that that is again, man. Yeah, look at you with the analogies, man. It, it told that that's exactly what has happened right now. Um, there's a um, there's a shift occurring, and yeah. and I think you just nailed it. Like that's what's happening. So and that's um, great, and that's fucking cool. Like I, and it's impressive. Like that, it's that fast. Yeah, and because I really and I, I just bring it up because I really do think you would enjoy it. Because I because it would be fun to talk about it occasionally with you, like some matches and stuff, but. We have. We there go back to old episodes. We talk about wrestling. Yeah, but I'm talking about new episodes because there's some new <laughs> shit all right, coming right, right, down right. the pike that's gonna be fun. All right, next time I come out, let's watch something and we'll talk about it. All right, all right, sounds um, good. But but it is it, that's why it is so impressive with Batista to like see him making these moves when he he was set before. I know, and he could have just done the typical you know meathead yeah. action star thing. And he's like, no, I want to. I don't want to do that. I want to be it's an really artist. Cool. I want to act. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really cool. And, and you know, again, like we just said it many times, we're like, he's getting so good. He's getting really yeah, good. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. Fucking like love. The Rock has improved a lot, too. But, like, again, yeah, he doesn't step outside of It's just different himself. lanes. It's just different yeah, lanes, like, you know? Yeah. He, but Rock has gotten very good, too. But, like, yeah, Batista's playing characters that cry and, and don't win and get killed. And, you know, so, he's doing other shit. So that's it right there. You, you just said it. You know, The Rock has taken the lane where he's going to be the marquee star yeah batista has taken the lane where he's like look you know he's a character actor now yeah like he's fallen into that's that. right that's he's, right he's a he's a name but he wants to he's be not he's in, not he wants to be in the team he yeah. doesn't want to yeah it's like the, the rock is like i'm the team right like i'm i'm yeah. the marquee the yeah. rock and this movie it's like batista's yeah. like no i just want to work with very skilled you know, filmmakers, and I'll be a yeah. part of that. Right, right, right. Uh, he's the the Steve Buscemi of pro wrestlers who turn sure. into actors. Sure, yeah, sure. 
Yeah, just like a guy who does great movies, and it's not all about him. That's it's the not thing. all like about with, him. Yeah, with Batista, that's 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 just what I see. Is like, oh, it's just it's not all about him. He he just wants to be a part of good movies, and that's yep. so cool. It really is. Yeah, yeah. And who and who's to know? Like maybe he'll get to the point where he is the leading star. But I like the fact that he's taking his time yeah. to get there if he gets there. But it's just but willing I mean, I mean, to he, just he, be he, a part he, of these great. He led. Great uh, films. He led Army of the Dead. You know, he took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did, did that. Yeah, job. Yeah. And he did a great job. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's it's cool. And in this seeing him in the trailer here, like he's in fucked up makeup. He's, he's clearly not the lead of this movie, um, but it's a big fucking movie. I know that character he's playing. Oh, really? uh, he's definitely. Yeah, he's the Harkonnen. So the Harkonnens are the bad family, the bad house, the evil house in Dune. They're bad people. Nice. Um, I want to say, I think, so in David Lynch's original that came out in the 80s, I think the character that he's playing is, is the character played by uh, Sting. And, oh, David, okay. and David Lynch, not Sting the wrestler, Sting the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sting the singer, yeah. Yeah, in the original. But the, he's like the, he's like the, the major, like, you know, the, the Sting muscle. From, from Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, he's playing the, uh, the heavy for nice. the, uh, the Emperor, the Harkonnen. That's the other thing I like, too, boss. is that, like, you know, most of these guys, like a, a rock, isn't going to play a bad guy because he he has to win. Yeah. It's in his, literally in his contract that he has to win. He, he can't lose win. fights. You know, so they're not going to play bad guys. Winning. But, uh, yeah, just I'm always winning. Yeah. All I do is win. Win, win, win. win. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, hate, I hate that fucking song. It's, it's awful. Yeah. Every time it goes up, and we stay there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. It looks good. Yeah. Well, thank you for allowing me to show you that trailer because I know you're no, trailer thank averse. You. Thank you for showing um, me. It's good. No. Yeah. And then uh, what? Other than that, nothing. Yeah, nothing. nothing. Yeah, I guess. Man, it's it's late. What do you What are you having for dinner? Have you? Uh, I was just thinking about that. I don't know. Meat, meat I, and cheese. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I already had enough cheese and meat. I want tacos. I always want tacos. Tacos are the best. I'm going to find somewhere for tacos. Yeah, tacos are the best. I was going to make yeah. this caprese, but I don't think I feel... Yeah. It's too late for that shit. Yeah, tomorrow. Maybe I'll start it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll, I'll, I'll prepare it and just put in the, free, the refrigerator, just let it mm -hmm. marinate for a bit. Mm -hmm. And then I might have to go into my Postmates, dog. <laughs> and I'm going to get, get in my car and go drive to get some tacos. And uh, see, I could do that. See, parking around where I live, though, is a son of a Yeah, bitch. that's true. That's true. That's true. I don't have that problem out here. Yeah, nice little humble brag. Oh, yeah, parking over here in San Gabriel is easy. San Dimas. There's also there's also nothing out here. <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> there's true, nothing, true. There's nothing here. Like you can find anything in your city. Yeah. Also, like your Postmates is like where you can get deliveries from is crazy. Like the the variety you have for your Postmates is crazy. I do not have good variety for my Postmates. Brother, here. speaking of that, and not to keep you any longer, but I did see a commercial for Postmates. And they were talking about that Howland Ray's place. Because they were talking about it was a Postmates commercial. They were talking about all we you know we're partnered up with these you know uh, great restaurants. And one of them was Howlin' Ray's. The other one was Katsuya. And I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. shit, that's that place that, that Graham's always talking about. The other day, I had to go to Pasadena to see my accountant. Yeah. And um, while I was there, I was like, well, fuck it. I'll, I'll get Howlin' Ray's. I'm right here. Like, I'm right here. As you should. And I ordered it from Postmates because the they're only doing Postmates right now. You can't go there. And I'm waiting at this park. 
and the guy was fucking mad late and it bothered me too like he did two other deliveries before me yeah and he but he passed me first like i'm at the corner he literally could have just stopped handed me my food and kept driving he passed me drops off comes back and then couldn't find me i, I told him exactly so I was very annoyed. I'd wait like over an hour to get this shit now. Holy shit. I did, I, but I already paid. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Well, now you're committed. You can't and leave. Now I'm committed. I can't yeah. leave. And uh, he finally, finally gets the food. I'm eating it. And it was the, f- I don't know if it's because it was just Postmates and it had been sitting in the car. It was still warm, you know, but like, yeah. I did not, I didn't even finish. I didn't even eat half of it. Oh, no. But, and like, I didn't get the regular chicken. I got like a sandwich and then some fries. But like, I, I think it just maybe just been sitting. But I did not like it, and I also I'd never been to the Pasadena one. I've only ever gone to the original one in Chinatown. Yeah. So I don't know if it's maybe the Pasadena one isn't as good, and then plus Postmates, whatever. But like I I ate, I don't know, a, a little more than a quarter of it, and I was like, I threw it away. That sounds to me a combination of the two. It yeah. could be a situation that maybe this uh, Pasadena uh, location. It's not as good as the Chinatown. Yeah. Coupled with the fact that homeboy passed you and just <laughs> had the so food just sitting man. there. That, yeah. See, that happens to me sometimes. Like I, because you know, even in, in my neck of in where I live, I'll see the guy. I'm like, dude, you're because you see the route. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why are you going the opposite why, yeah, side of town to then? Yeah. You were you were already closer to me. And I don't know if they do that because of. Maybe tip. I, I I always tip twenty percent. Yeah, you know. So I don't know if that's it or if I just I don't well, understand it. It's like the the trajectory just seems odd to me. It's like you know how you can pay an extra two dollars and have them make you a priority. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that has that. something to do with it. But even so, it still makes less sense. It does. It does. Like if it's on the way, if you're not, if you're literally not going out of your way, like why not just drop it off? Just drop it off. It, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Because it seems like it would make it easier for the driver as well as you. You know what I mean? I think, like, every, I think it would benefit everybody. Everybody. Get, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway. So, yeah, I did not have a good experience at Howland Ray's in Pasadena. But I would like to – I don't want to write them off because it's just so yeah, fucking yeah, good. Yeah. So I want to go to Chinatown 1 at some point and then just get the regular chicken, not the sandwich. and go All right. Let's do it, man. Chinatown right, man. in L.A. or Chinatown where you're at? In LA. In LA. LA, yeah. Yeah. So once they open up again, like we can, if we can go or even have it delivered, uh, if it was, you know, as long as it wasn't. Or look, if you, if you, if you wanted to come over here at some point, we could. Oh, we could just, postmate it to you, maybe. Or just order it, make a call in order, and then we can just go pick it up. So they're not then, doing that. They're, they're doing only. Oh, just uh, delivery. Just delivery. Oh, so you can't even call, not even pick up. No. Nope. Oh, oh. Well, yeah. yeah, we could, yeah, have it ordered over here. I'm pretty sure they've delivered to. Culver City. I've been surprised. Like I've ordered some shit from like Hawthorne that's made it wow. to my side of town. Wow. Yeah. Wait, what happened here? Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I got nothing. What are you what are you doing this weekend? Uh tomorrow I'm going to the birthday party. My friend Aubrey, who we were talking about earlier oh, yeah. in the first part of the show. Uh he's got a thing. <laughs> at three so i'll at a bar um so i'll go do that and then sunday oh sunday i'm actually supposed to be helping a friend's uh daughter she's trying to learn how to drive so i'm gonna use my car nice she she just got her permit so i told her she can you know dope 
take my car out with me in it, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To kind of get her get her reps under, which I've, I've I've been working out with her as far as driving, uh, going as far back as last year. So, yeah, she's cool. Um, that's dope. So yeah, I think I'm doing that Sunday, and that's a, pretty much about it. You know, do some work in between, and work out, and that's it. Nice man. Yeah. Well, good. All right, do the Enjoy plugs. That. Do your plugs. Uh, GrantBaker.com slash merch. Um, Gray House uh, on iTunes, Bandcamp, Spotify, wherever you get your music. Uh, GrantBaker.com. Check out my YouTube channel. Subscribe. I'm going to start doing a lot more there. Uh, that's it. Yeah. And, uh, 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 at Bombcast Podcast on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm also on Twitter at TrueBeWell. There's no E in True. It's like the massive P true about it. T R U B will. And uh, that's all I got. Always a pleasure, right. brother. Always, man. This was a fun one. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week for something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. Bombcast.